0: From the pff fantasy football podcast live draft stream edition it's it's live to us i guess not to you guys just roll with it i'm Ian and hard it's joined as always by the one the only dwayne the rock mcfarlane dwayne we got pick 107 in our sixth football guys draft we just did one yesterday we said oh, why the hell not let's do another one recording this 4 p.m on friday august 26 how are you my friend
1: i'm excellent it's friday we're drafting a fantasy football team so, I mean, like, what,
0: <laughs> what else could
1: be better, man? There's not a better way to to start your weekend than kicking off a draft over here at Football Guys or last, at FFPC.
0: Last time um, we did this, you were in your car driving back from <laughs> the eye doctor. So, I'm happy we've already started better than that. Picking from 107, though, not going to be getting... Probably won't be uh, doing the bully tight end start that we did last time. Uh, what are you? What are your overall thoughts here, Dwayne, from the 107 spots? Another draft that we have in the back half. And, hey, I don't want to toot our own horns, but four times we've been back here, and four times I felt good about it at the end.
1: Yeah, um, and really, I consider this middle position, so I like it. Like, we can basically read the board. We can take value. We don't have to force anything. Um, like, if you told me I get to draft from one position all year in – any year. Right. I don't I don't have to think about, you know, hey, this year, it's better to be here, here, here in general, like I'm going to pick the middle. You know, that's just the way yeah. it is. I do wish we were picking four right now, though, because Christian McCaffrey. Oh, I wish we were picking five because McCaffrey is still on the board.
0: This is like maybe this draft is filled with like literal people who really won't draft Christian McCaffrey. Do we just will let them let fall all the way down to like round 15 or so? This is great. <laughs> that's how it works i'm pretty sure just based on the uh based on the old Austin
1: Eckler, we're one pick away from i'm not even going to say his name again
0: no i mean this he, he went yeah yeah come on went. christian mccaffrey at 106 yeah come on people come it on might, what, are you even, why, why, are you, why are you even
1: playing it's it's too risky to gamble your money on a game like fantasy football uh, why are you even playing fantasy football all right so what do we want to do here Ian? I, I, we've, we've got dalvin cook Um, We don't have any Dalvin Cook. Um, I I do love Dalvin. Um, We could go Diggs. We could go Kelsey. I'm kind of thinking we haven't, we don't have Dalvin yet. So what are your thoughts there? Isn't Kelsey probably the best pick in premium? Our tier one. I just love that we can get Pitts coming back, to be honest. That's true. I like getting Dalvin Cook here and leaving ourselves open for something good coming back. We get Barkley. We get Pitts. We get CD. I'm cool with Dalvin. Okay. And we do have a share of Kelsey already. We got him once. So
0: I don't have a, I believe Dalvin's my RB six or seven, but I have him in one tier. I'm like, yo, I have it. Dalvin, I, honestly, Eckler, Dalvin, Henry, Najee, Fournette. I'm cool with any of them there. Yeah. So I, know I mean, yeah, Fournette you, you, you goes you so much lighter. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. When I just, I just updated my ranks. I saw you did yours to like 30 minutes before I sent mine in. Um, and like, Fournette's Fournette's (laughs) ADP, man, coming down a little bit, like it's part of what just made me move him down some, because people can still get him. You can get him at the end of the second round. So I just didn't want people to be drafting and be like, Oh, I got to take Fournette, you know, right here at the end of the first round, you know? So it's, it's the tricky game we play, uh, with rankings, you know? I mean, ultimately there's a lot of factors that drive it, but ADP is an anchor to it. And we want people to, we know a lot of times people are just looking at a list and drafting. So, you know, it has to be
0: part of the equation. And we are, when we're in the, miss of general conversation, usually just referring to full point PPR. Just wanted to throw that one out there. Had a lovely little link to our PFF Plus draft guide, which y'all can get mine and Dwayne's updated rankings at your fingertips. We try to help you with your draft along the way with our fantastic draft strategy mode. But uh yeah, just had someone because I think I got asked about Dick Mixon or Aaron Jones and half PPR. And I had a uh, Jones, one spot, a, or no, I mixed him one spot ahead. And then I got quickly sent my own quote from this podcast saying that it was the opposite. And it is the opposite in PPR. <laughs> so, again, all these questions that you have that I will take the time to try to answer, you know, occasionally as well, you can get them again at your fingertips with the new PFF Plus feature and the lovely PFF app we are almost through round one. Travis Kelsey's still on the board. Almost certainly won't get back to us, but who knows? Maybe, that's, uh, that's
1: good. If he's sitting there, if if we can, the longer he stays on the board, right, the better for us because that means another one of the, we could get, get a chance at Pitts or Andrews coming back.
0: Yeah, that works for me no concerns at all did have quite the running back stretch there Eckler McCaffrey Cook Henry Najee one after another I did go ahead and I I just did it Dwayne I moved up Alvin Kamara to 13th overall one spot ahead of Travis Kelsey I want him I I want him on the squad in in the second round let's make that obvious
1: okay no I love I love Kamara I've got him at 11 overall you know okay i mean so I've, I've, got him, I've, yeah. got, I've got him with swift aaron jones and with javante all right there he just Whoa, no, no, no. you got Jesus. running among running
0: backs you mean yeah yeah, yeah that's I'm yeah yeah i have him 13th player overall now i think he yeah that's realistically man i have him back. i have him 17
1: overall so we're still close yeah. it, as soon as you said it he went off the board <laughs> It's it's happened like it's times. uncanny. It's uncanny. <laughs> these last two, like your your ability, just to hey, who's who's actually who's who's twelve taking here, Ian? What speaking into existence? Like say, who do we st- not
0: want? I got to start just looking at this more strategically. Uh, <laughs> exactly. You know, uh, let's see. A little early for uh, someone like Jalen Waddle, but I wouldn't. I, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing it.
1: I think they need I think they need Joe Mixon like that's reasonable
0: the entire podcast just turns into us trying to reverse jinx ourselves <laughs> every single pick so you, Dwayne, you said you already had your home league drafts right Mine minor next weekend do you think most people do it this weekend or next weekend
1: um I think it's mostly this weekend it, this is the biggest weekend I believe for home leagues and, and and next weekend too and then I would say the weekend that we had last weekend is probably third gotcha oh Javante Javante Ooh. okay
0: this draft's feeling okay. frisky
1: it is frisky. feeling a little frisky.
0: Still, no tight ends off the board. By this time in our last draft, there were three.
1: <laughs> yes, sir. Well, there there will be a tight end off the board when it gets back to us if these guys don't clean house here. Here um, we go. So I've got Kelsey at the top of the queue. I've got Saquon Barkley next. Mm-hmm. I still I still like Barkley over Camara, but I mean I I like Camara too. Had he been there still, I, you could have easily you know talked me into Camara. Yeah. Um, then I've got DeAndre Swift. Then I've got CD lamb and I've got Aaron Jones in there. I've got Kyle Pitts in there and Mark Andrews just went as the first tight end off the board. So he's no longer in our queue. Wow. And this is tight end premium for any of you that happen to be listening to you. know, You haven't listened to our other FFPC uh, podcasts. You're like, what the hell is going on? Why is Mark, why is Mark Andrews going that early? There goes CD lamb. I'm not, we're going to get Travis Kelsey right here. Uh, Ian it's going to be funny. So anyway, um, It's tight end premium, so you get one and a half points. Otherwise, it's PPR, but one and a half points for the tight ends. It's one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, and two flex, which can be tight end, not quarterback, though, not super flex. So, so much flexibility in this format and the way that you can construct your team. There goes Kelsey. So, we've been just barely in the wrong spot in this draft for like some amazing freaking value with Kelsey in the second (laughs) as well as with uh McCaffrey, McCaffrey and if we the, would have
0: gotten so. McCaffrey Kelsey from the seventh spot I think probably have been arrested <laughs> all right I'm just really hoping that we get I love Barkley man I I'm really hoping I've that been we wanting get Debo here. I've been wanting Barkley so bad just there goes just Pitts. Debo. oh there we go great Saquon so it yeah. makes it
1: easy yeah Saquon
0: I was trying to reverse jinx it with Debo but we got Kyle Pitts, so it, it kind of worked
1: yep so Kyle Pitts gone and we get which Pitts was our backup plan I think yeah. Or, or was it Swift?
0: Good question. We don't have to worry about it. Tag along <laughs> Thrashers, by the way. That's the uh, Girl Scout name we're working with today. Dwayne, let's talk a little bit about the main event. Damien mother effing Pierce the guy is we flying wait up to really get
1: to him but yeah
0: no, that's, people are here
1: we got to hash it out now
0: People are here to talk about some Damian Pierce I did move him up I moved up his group of running backs I have him in a tier with Naeem Hines Ramondre Stevenson Melvin Gordon and now Damian Harris as well I believe he's my RB 34 overall he's my 93rd player off the board if you look at some outdated ADPs he'll be smashing all of those things the question is how high is too high Dwayne I think if you want to pull if, if the great quarterbacks are gone you know even down to Lance maybe and you're into round I think that round seven is the absolute earliest that I would want to get Damian Pierce given that some of these great quarterbacks are still on the board I don't want to ruin that strategy over a Texans potential committee rookie running back that is still, you know, I, I love your Lazard and MVS comp groups, but let's make sure we're not ignoring the fact that he's trying to be the sixth running back in the last decade to be day three or undrafted in post top 24 production. This is not a given round seven, round six. What are you feeling? Yeah, I, I
1: tend to think that it really is a given because I just look at the freaking backfield. <laughs> I mean, it's freaking Rex Burkhead and we're dealing with Marlon Mack, the corpse the formerly the artist formerly known as Marlon Mack not the real Marlon Mack um so yeah I, and i just see what the coaching staff has done they rested him in week 2 they started him this week i think it's probably after the bye week week 5 by then the guy has all the all the all the work i think he's going to have the passing down work you know, you and I, he was the first back we talked about this offseason. Remember, like, in February, like, we're talking about, who's this Damian Pierce guy? Like, he had the highest PFF grade of all the backs coming in this class. Um, was really good in pass blocking. Was good in the receiving game. Had a really good rushing grade. Just was underutilized at Florida, like Kadarius Toney. Hey, Florida, how about use these badass players? Like, you guys might win more games. Like, what yeah. the hell are you doing? Um, and look, I get it. I, I'm not pushing him up just because he's looked good against a bunch of scrubs in preseason. I'm pushing him up because he has the every he has a potential every down profile. He has a really weak uh, you know, pecking order, you know, or depth chart around him. I think it's gonna be really hard for us to not look up and see Damian Pierce getting probably sixty, sixty-five percent of the work by the middle of the season. And if he's on a team like the Texans that are losing all the time, like I just think he's gonna catch a lot of passes. So I think the the danger is if Rex Burkhead somehow stays healthy and they never give him that role. But Burkhead's thirty-two, man, and he's been injury prone. I'm not going to let a guy like Rex Burkhead stop me. The earliest I would be willing to take Damian Pierce is probably still not going to be early enough. My guess is the steam is going to push him to round five. Um, I'm with you. I think the real inflection point becomes do you want to do that over a quarterback? In this format, we would, right? Because you get two flex and the quarterbacks go later. But if you're playing in a normal home league where you start two running backs, three wide receivers, it's going to be a lot tougher to force your way into Damian Pierce in like round 6. I think I like your strategy better. Let's go ahead and take the elite quarterback and then circle back around. Again, playing in a format like this with two flex I think that changes the complexion because ADP also changes and we're just trying to maximize our picks. So Chase Edmonds is the other guy moved up. I have, I have Chase Edmonds, Damian Pierce and Elijah Mitchell in a tier as my 21, 22 and 23 ranked running backs. They're all tier three. A I like Edmonds and Pierce more because I think they have a more clear path to taking over the passing down um, opportunities for their teams. Elijah Mitchell obviously plays on a better team, explosive playmaker, not going to play in the passing game. But those other two things help offset, right, the fact. And that keeps him in that tier, which if you go look at my tiers, it's explosive playmakers, right, um, that you're wanting to target as high-end RB3s. um, But Edmonds and Pierce definitely have the passing down chops that we're looking for.
0: What if the answer to that tier is no? I thought we were kind of ending things after ETN here. Now we're pushing up Edmonds, Pierce, I know Mitchell isn't necessarily pushed up, but he is right there in that tier. And we don't exactly like taking him in that uh, range of the draft as well. I do feel like this is still a running back who has a decent chance of being a committee because that's what exactly what his backfield was last year. Now, I know he wasn't in his backfield, but, you know, Dwayne, let's also let's also look at what's what's going on with the Texans and uh, all the moves they've made to be competitive this year. Absolutely none. Lovey Smith is now the head ball coach. Last time he was a head coach, he went 17-39 and 39 at the University of Illinois or Illinois University. I, they always get pissed off about that when I mispronounce it, but just deal with it. He went 17-39. and 39. I just think that the offensive environment has been literally the worst for any running back in the league over the past two years. Dead last in expected PPR points per game from Houston, Texans running backs. And even if Damian Pierce gets all of that, man, like – I think Dario Gubawale could potentially be a thorn on pass downs as well. I think Marlon Mack could still, unfortunately, be a thorn on early downs. Round five or six for me, I'm not taking that profile, even if it is a talented player. You know how many talented running backs there are in the NFL? Like, I'm not doubting his talent. We've been talking about his talent all offseason, but come on, Kareem freaking Hunt going three rounds later and he we know he's in a two rb backfield behind the league's most badass offensive line it's not damian pierce but if he's going to start going round five round six i am out on that because we have proven star quarterbacks and really freaking good wide receivers and we're still not losing that same sort of rb value letter i guess that's my thing man i don't want to blow up our draft strategy for Damian freaking Pierce because I still think
1: we get dude we just got we're getting Tyreek Hill in the middle of the damn third round you're good with that right you can keep on with your rant but like yeah Uh, (laughs) Tyreek yeah Yeah, it's like a (laughs) 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 no-brainer thanks for paying attention um that's
0: that's pretty much it though it's I don't want yeah, us so to. I, I'm just a little men. different.
1: Look, I, I'm with you. Let's not blow up the strategy, but I'm moving these guys up for a reason because I do believe they are different than what we've been looking at in the dead zone. And so I, the way I look at a dead zone running back, you know, I'm looking for a guy that just doesn't really differentiate, but look, man, I don't care about Dariago and Bowale. I really don't. Like that is not something I'm going to worry about um, whenever I'm trying to bet on talent. I also do not care if the Texans suck because I do believe he's going to take over the passing down work. And that's all we need. As long as he's out there catching passes, the where it's going to suck for Damian Pierce, you know, truthers, and I'm not saying I'm a truther, but if he does not take over the passing down work, it is really going to suck to your point. Because you don't want to be the early down back on a bad offense, right? Um, now he is explosive, right? So maybe he can still score a few touchdowns, but like you, you don't want, you know, a guy that's a grinder trying to score touchdowns on an offense. that's not going to score touchdowns. It's going to have to be throwing the ball late in games. I believe, though, with Pierce, and it's not just trying to believe it. It's looking at his collegiate profile. When I look at that backfield, I'm sorry. Like, I look at a lot of backfields and get worried about committees. When I look at the Texans, it's really the softest depth chart in the league, right, as far as the guys behind him. So I get where you're coming from, and I agree. Let's not blow up the whole strategy, but I move Chase Edmonds, Damian Pierce up. And I think of them, honestly, I should probably just move Elijah Mitchell into the tier below. Cause I don't think of him as the same. Cause I think those two guys can get the passing down work. Whereas Elijah Mitchell can't. And so that's the big difference, you know, for me, um, I, I get where you're coming from, hunt but I, am I'm, I'm they adapting. Have they have it. I get, I get it, but it doesn't mean you can't have both. It doesn't mean you can't have Damian Pierce. It doesn't mean you, here's the thing. Damian Pierce has a pathway to everything. Kareem hunt must have a Nick Chubb injury or a trade. Yeah. Damian Pierce could get all of it. So Uh, Yeah. Look, I I get it. I still love Hunt. I still love getting Patterson, but this honestly gives you more paths to if you don't get a running back in the first five rounds, I'm very willing to come back with Pierce in the sixth and then come back, get my quarterback in the seventh. Then in my eighth round, like get quarter Patterson cream hunt. Like you can get, see what I'm saying? Like they belong in that group. But if you're looking at the way ADP is going to work out, like. It gives you just more paths to building out your rosters. It's not because we want to force someone up just to take them to blow up the strategy. I 100% agree with you on that.
0: I don't think your running back ranking of him is necessarily egregious, even though we're off by 12 spots. The, it's a muddled range. We already, all the, again, the running backs that check the boxes we want them to check are basically done after Travis Etienne at this point. So I get it. Like we can't, beggars can't be choosers at this point in the draft of running backs. The question becomes where are we fine drawing the line at wide receiver? with damian pierce because that's my concern like are we taking him ahead of a uh, guys like a monroe saint brown jerry judy even juju gabe davis no you're not Godwin? no we're if not we're
1: saying round six we're getting past those like basically once you get past elijah moore like he's in he's in play or you could that's, argue at okay. elijah moore is about where it happens right and it just depends on your roster construction like what you're going to do wh- which way do you need to pivot at that point
0: okay i'm i'm okay with this one all right i'm not <laughs> it's okay not screw- we, we
1: end up agreeing like on a lot of stuff anyway, and people are always telling us you guys need to argue more. So here we look, folks, this episode is just for you guys. I wrote you <laughs> in the middle of the day. I was like, let's draft a damn team and argue about Damien Pierce.
0: <laughs> I guess, man, it's tough waking up some and I, I, we're just in our freaking, you know. Little fantasy world here where I feel like maybe I'm looking too much into the overreaction to it. But damn it, Dwayne, when I wake up today, I haven't had a cup of coffee yet and I can't see a single tweet that's not about one Damian Pierce, even last night too. My goodness. You no, know, dude,
1: I think it's funny too. That's why I tweeted the, I, the yeah, Barry the Sanders parents, yeah, highlight reel instead <laughs> of so Damian Pierce. Like it's overboard. I get it. And here's the thing even where I moved him, if you're in drafts like this, we'll see where he goes here. I, so I'm curious. I think it's still gonna be I think it's still gonna be hard to get him. I think he's gonna go around before I'm even willing to pull the trigger. My bet is he goes in round five of this draft that we're in right now. Yeah. There we and go. And Travis Etienne is still on the damn board. Come on back down here, Travis Etienne.
0: Come on. I'm happy I got some shares of Damian Pierce. This is just exhibit A of don't hate the player, hate the ADP, because it's just Damien Pearson round nine was great. Damien Damian Pearson round five. Miss me with that. So we'll see where he goes here. Hey, if he does slip, then there you have it. As we do enter round four, Dwayne, who are you hoping falls to us?
1: Oh, I hope it's ETN. Like people are, he's, he's starting to move down in ADP a little bit. Like he's, he's 40. This says 44 overall right now. Um I don't know. Like I was just looking at Mojo earlier and it looked like it was still at the end of the third round, but I don't know how, how often they update it here on the site. I'm assuming like daily.
0: It seems like Etn's starting to get the, uh,
1: Oh, there he goes.
0: My, my fault for even asking
1: you. It's okay. people uh, are getting, people are getting worried. And here's the thing. People are hearing James Robinson's going to be ready. So they're moving him down. The thing is we were ranking him as a third round player Thinking James Robinson was going to get half the work anyway, right? So I think people are double counting the negative against Travis Etienne, which is good. Like that, yeah. honestly, that makes it good for us.
0: All right. So far. On. So, so far. We- don't say any, don't say anything. Shut your mouth. Right, Damn it. You, oh, it. you thought it. You
1: thought it. I did think it. So we can go ahead and take Kittle here if we want to go ahead and get a tight end. Um I, I know it. you I know you don't like Brees Hall. Yeah, I want Kittle. Okay. Let's do it. Boom.
0: Kittle Tied round four still going after Waller, man. Like this is, this is what I want, George Kittle. Usually we're taking him round five in um non-tight end premium. So this isn't even that much of an overpay to begin with.
1: And you just live with it. Look, you're going to have some ups and downs with Kittle, but you want access. Uh, look, when it comes to tight ends, folks. Yes, your low end tight ends can just be guys that are in enough routes to catch enough balls. Unless their name's Tyler Higby, we always have to make that caveat. Now, there was that one little stretch where Tyler Higby was actually a badass for like five games in the end of 2018. But moving on from that, setting it aside, like looking at you know a guy like Kittle it's all about that talent, man. It's, it's in it, all the things we look at the PFF receiving grade, the yards per route run, the targets per route run. Like the dude is just an absolute beast. And there's only a couple of about- those
0: bro. He has a couple of those games every year where they actually feed him 12 or 15 targets. And I just think to myself, like, how could anyone ever stop this guy? Like even during any given week, it's like Kyle Shanahan's really the only one that can contain George Kittle.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, man, Amon Ra is, like, really moving up boards now. Like, he goes on the fourth round of every draft. I was so spoiled with fifth round of Amon Ra St. Brown, man. Like, God, that, that was
0: – Dude, we were getting him in the sixth round when we first started drafting. So 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 far, through four rounds, we got two pretty damn good-looking running backs in Dalvin Cook and Saquon Barkley. Wide receiver Tyreek Hill followed us in the third round. That's looking like our best value so far. And George Kittle. I mean, dude – Tyreek. Well, I I haven't ranked wide receiver seven. We basically got an upside wide receiver one in round three. We got a consensus top five tight end already in tight end premium, pretty important, and two workhorse running backs in Dalvin Cook and Saquon Barkley. It's a great day to be great, win.
1: Yeah, dude. I'm dude, the the Tyreek Hill thing, like getting him in the middle of the third, like I am like all in. Barkley in the middle of the second, that does not happen that often. You know, we were one pick away from having a CMC Barkley Tyree killed start. <laughs> I guarantee freaking to you that has not happened. I guarantee you that has not no, happened. No way. All- Draft. so we, we've had some pretty good fortune honestly in a lot of our drafts where we've we've actually got some very unique starts that people don't see and you'll notice when we post our boards a lot of these guys that draft a ton of teams you'll notice them in our comments they're like what the f like <laughs> and i mean look sometimes you just get lucky um you know i mean you got to still work the boards we're going to be in plenty of drafts where we won't get we've had a couple already where we didn't have a lot of values but when they come to you that's why you got to be prepared to pounce on them folks because also remember in these big tournaments like this you're not just trying to win your league you're also trying to get yourself in a position that if you win your league and you're in that points race over weeks 14 50 or sorry 15 16 and 17 against all the other league winners and top point earners uh from their league so two teams basically from each one of these leagues go into a massive race at the end over the last three weeks to try to win 500k and so having unique lineups still matters um you know so you got to think about those things um as you're drafting
0: just getting sweaty palms, just thinking about the sweat that we could be in this time in like 13, 14 okay, weeks. It's,
1: it's awesome, man.
0: Or he or, or, or won't, won't be. I mean, guess what? We won't talk about it. So that's just the way
1: things <laughs> we work will. like that. Yeah, we will. We're going to have some teams there. We'll, we, we'll have some teams there. It's just a matter of how many.
0: Hell to the uh, entering round five. Now Dalton Schultz off the board, freaking six picks after George Kittle, I guess tight end premium at the turn. That's, that's okay. It's just, it's just again though, no, Dwayne. Honestly, the only thing I'm I'm looking at your tight end tiers, Dwayne has one A. Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, 1B, Pitts, Waller, Kittle. We are on the same page here. I'd have Kittle ahead of Waller, but that's okay. 1C, Schultz, Hawkinson, Goddard, Ertz, and I'd argue even Dawson Knox in there. And it's just wild to me the disparity in that range, man. That's the only reason why I have so little of Dalton Schultz because I will just gladly at this range in time still take someone like a Terry McLaurin, like a Jerry Judy, and then just come back around a few rounds later and be able to still get Dallas Goddard, Zach Ertz, or Dawson Knox.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I feel the same way. Schultz, the problem is the ADP is just too high. We don't hate the player. We hate the ADP. You know, Schultz is not an elite tight end like these other big playmakers that can just totally bust things at the seams for you, but he can be a really good quality tight end on your fantasy team. The issue is like he's going two rounds ahead of guys like Dallas Goddard, three rounds of Zach Ertz. They're the same thing. They're the same thing. And that and that's that's the big challenge. So
0: Overall, um, do we talk about that? Uh,
1: come on, damn it? I want Jerry freaking Judy.
0: Oh, he just got he's got clipped.
1: Yeah, an auto pick.
0: Oh a
1: guy that has five receivers.
0: Not that there's anything uh, wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. when two of them are autos, like, come on, man. You're here. Draft your team.
1: I'm not saying anything, but damn it. There he goes. <laughs> I really wanted him, especially oh, for you. I know you love him.
0: Terry, mother and McLaurin. That's there okay. There's
1: Godwin. Okay, so I think we just go ahead. and Is it Michael Thomas time right here? Hmm. I think we go receiver.
0: Yeah, I I think he's, he's close close to the top.
1: I'm fine with Juju too. I know you hate him though. I I know you've sent, you know, like hate mail to his family. (laughs) It's, it's, I know it's, it's, it would be awkward to draft him at this point, but I'm fine (laughs) with Juju as well. Um, If we're trying to have a chance to get two of them,
0: Uh, technically
1: Juju would be the play, but we could still maybe get Bateman coming back, man. I would love to get two of Metcalf, Thomas Juju and and Bateman.
0: I'm cool between Juju or Metcalf. You want let's can, let's you want to take Juju? Is that let's let do it? If you're good with Juju. it, that's fine. I think there's a better chance that one of these other three fall. Agree, agree. Look, Juju is one of those things where no, I'm not going to be highly exposed to him, but I don't want to be have none of Patrick Mahomes' wide receiver potential wide receiver potential one. wide receiver one.
1: You can caveat it.
0: <laughs> so I wish. Uh, You know, we've seen camp go on a little bit. Sky Moore hasn't been as ready as we want. I mean, I'll say this, Juju already dealing with a knee issue is hardly ideal. But a lot of people, you know, I I recognize, Dwayne, that in this massive industry, I'm not going to get everything right. And when there's a lot of minds I respect, such as yours, amongst others that do have Juju ranked quite a bit higher than myself. You know, I'll dabble here and there to make sure that uh, I'm not taking the L too hard on this one.
1: Yeah, and I think that's that's the smart way to play it, right? I mean, I started off lower on Juju as well, came around a little bit earlier, you know, than you. Um, but a lot of that was just because of what you're talking about, like just, you know, really thinking it through, listening to other, you know, smart people, hearing what they have to say. And, you know, you, you want to be careful with that. You know, you don't want to allow, like, the echo chamber just to capture you. you you've got to make sure that you, you've still got the – you're making the right stands on the right types of players. But at the end of the day, like, Juju, if we set it all aside – he has been a top 12 receiver like twice in his career already. And he's battled a lot of injuries and he had a
0: quarterback that was deteriorating. So well, I mean, he was like, even before, even if we look at 2020, he put up good fancy numbers. He was bad, but he put up good fancy numbers because they were feeding the ball. And he, he was out there, man. And you know, big Ben, the, He really wasn't as bad in 2020 as he was in 2021. Things really dropped off in a hurry there. And, you know, we saw accordingly Claypool and Deontay have a ton of success in 2020 as well. So, Juju, even if he's not better than that version, man, the Chiefs are calling. He's no doubt now locked in as a top two wide receiver. That, you know, I think a lot of people took that for a given from day one. I didn't. And uh, it is what it is. Same thing with uh, Madison, Khalil Herbert. I think having that, even if I maybe overly – waited that that was what held me back but now it's not an issue so hey we're getting Patrick Mahomes offense more clear wasn't that long ago man but we were wondering about a four wide receiver rotation similar to what's going on in Green Bay and accordingly in Green Bay we're not nearly as high on the guys
1: right so team 11 just went ahead and took Kyler Murray round five and so this is where it really pays folks to look at the queue, to understand the queue. look at the ADP in the queue. we love Kyler Murray but in this draft like he wasn't going for another 30 picks And so, yeah, you may have your ranks in front of you. In fact, you could have my ranks in front of you or Ian's right now, and you're looking at it, man, Josh Allen's off the board. I get two rounds later, I get Kyler Murray. You got to play the whole game though, folks. Like the ranking sheet is only part of it. The other part is being able to understand the queue, understand the ADPs, and you want to try to maximize every pick you can make. Now, he might get lucky here because he just got Lamar Jackson to go two rounds early as well behind him. Um, A little bit of a potential panic. But if this happens, it's really good for us because then that means that's going to push other values that are not normally available um, at these picks back to us. Um, namely, well, no, we won't name. We won't name. Uh-uh. Unless Ian's going to name someone that we don't want. Then that's it. That's Remind a- <laughs> Stevenson of the first pick in round <laughs> six. You
0: moron. What's uh-uh. wrong with you? Come on. Be, be a shame if, uh, you know, Pat Frymer's- Got a got going here, Dwayne. I know that's exactly who uh, we really wish would fall to us here in round six. Yeah, it's it's th- this is ridiculous. We 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 do this draft. We don't do it live because I'm afraid of us getting sniped. But now we're recording it, and we're too worried about the fantasy football gods to still say the people's names. So uh, we got to put that aside, Dwayne, and just roll with it. It's not real. It's not going to happen. We want Michael exactly. Thomas to fall. Five picks to us, trying to help you listeners out. Just a tad here. Also, still have Cam Akers on the board in the round six. This isn't look. If we had only one running back, I, it would be interesting. Oh, I'd be so
1: excited about Akers, right? But already well, having the build
0: we have, I'm less exactly. So I would say Thomas Bateman, and if neither of them are there, one of these quarterbacks.
1: Yeah. What do we I, ride? I think we let the QBs go, but let's see. Let's see. Let's see what happens in front of us. Um, let's see how it goes.
0: This wouldn't be a bad roster to get Elijah Moore on either.
1: No. No, I, I like the idea of tagging on another receiver here. There's a Hunter Renfro auto pick. That Again, that's another reach by a round.
0: It is wild. Again, if you're
1: just going down ranks, Hunter Renfro may seem like the right play. But, like, guys, to really get good at these drafts, you cannot do that. You cannot. You, you're just not giving yourself a chance, especially in large fields like this. Yeah, hey, your number one goal is to win your league.
0: What did we get Stafford in yesterday? Like, round 14? Yeah. Okay. That is pretty absurd. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, and who knows what will happen here with these quarterbacks going earlier? What we'll, we'll see
0: still though, we don't have to, we could potentially no. punt it until like 10. Well, 100- and we're in the middle.
1: We're in the middle as well. So when we let it go, most likely we still get one to come back. Well, Dang it. They're shooting all around the battleship. Now taking a shot. Bateman, we don't, don't, Bateman, oh man. We don't have kind of the t- backup
0: plan. We we're shooting all around the battleship. Uh, uh, Michael no. Thomas battleship sunk. Your, your your screen's like refreshing like briefly before mine, so I just hear you oh, grow, and I'm like, who's <laughs> about to come off the board? Okay, man, I think it's
1: Elijah Moore. Um, if he's there, yeah.
0: If it's not Elijah Moore,
1: there went acres, which was good because I was sitting there thinking, oh, God, if Elijah Moore goes, do we just go acres? So let's let's talk about this this for a second. I do think it's Elijah Moore. I know we got him at the end of round seven the other day, but this is where he goes. You know, he goes right here. He usually goes before the end of round six and we need a receiver. Um, The other option would be Goddard, but I think I want more here. What do you think?
0: This is a. I want to load up on wide receiver here. We're going to wait a quarterback. Let's get agreed because we'll come back and we'll still have good wide receivers uh, to keep going with. So, because I'm fine with Juju in a lineup like this, where we're going to have a lot of shots at wide receiver. You know, wide receiver three types. I think have a upside for a lot more. So, if we had gotten a Jefferson or chase or something in round one instead. And acres was also gone. I probably would have pushed for a quarterback there, but I'm happy to have more bolts in the chamber there at receiver. I'm impressed. Okay. We're about to get in the round seven. Damian Pierce has not been, not been scooped. I would definitely
1: take a little Patty Mahomes stack with Juju here. If, if he comes back around, like I, and we don't have, we
0: don't have Mahomes yet. I I was thinking that, that I was thinking that this pick, honestly, if, uh, if Elijah Moore had gone, had gone, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, you could have talked me into that one for sure. goes Lazard. Let me scroll down to the bottom of my list.
0: We could always get a uh, little Trey Maul. Lance, little Trey Lance kettle going later. I know we don't need the stack, but
1: there goes Chase Edmonds, round six. He's just a round six pick now. Okay, that's what we needed to know.
0: But Damian Pierce is still on the board,
1: so I'll be interesting.
0: Over under twelve carries a game for Chase Edmonds.
1: 12 I think 12. he'll be I, th- I think he'll be between 12 and 15 and I think he's going to catch four to five balls a game
0: yep that's the that's the hope it's just going to be gross if we open up that week one utilization and it's like 50 percent <laughs> chase 30 most or 20 percent sony or something like that that's the, yeah, the, the,
1: the other thing is like and I agree but the just all the reports like the dude looks great Like, and he fits the style that they want. Like what McDaniels wants, he wants that guy like Elijah Mitchell that can just freaking pop the big runs. So uh, look, I, I think he has a chance though, to, to get like up to half of the rushing work and all of the passing down downs, but it's, I just love him also because there's so many outs in like as the season goes, right? Sure. I mean, depending on the game strips, the way those things work out, depending on what happens, you know, how his teammates are performing. I just feel like there's again explosive playmakers that catch passes, like, um, and I'm really loving what I'm hearing about this offense.
0: You're not wrong. I just wish uh, he wasn't going RB 24. I wish he's, I wish he was still in our Kareem Hunt CPAT tier, man, but. Okay. I
1: agree, but th- I think there's a good reason why he's moved up. I, yep. I think he's the one out of all those that if I had to say, okay, could just literally take over and be like the main man on his team, it's probably him.
0: So it's there goes Herbert.
1: Awful. Dang it. Okay. That's okay. Herbert can go. I wanted Herbert to stay on the board just a little longer to keep that Mahomes temptation from going.
0: Got Elijah it.
1: Mitchell off the board.
0: A, a freaking like 70 yard house call for Raheem Mostert in the first five minutes of week one. Oh, that, be, that
1: could happen. Raheem Moser, dude, happen. when he's healthy, like. Uh, oh, I know, Dwayne. He can all house my, it, man.
0: All my uh, income I earned in 2021 knows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Elijah Mitchell off the board, rb twenty five. Round seven, still hoping that these quarterbacks fall. And Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Trey Lance, still very much on the board. This would be great, man. We talk about loving round six quarterback, but round seven quarterback, same guys. That's what we live for. Yeah, Sky
1: Moore goes off the board there. Take him.
0: I mean, maybe, maybe yeah. Sky
1: Moore is just a I, f- I move straight baller, but like, I, I, it Maybe, but round seven's too much, guys. It's oh, just too much. too much. And, and, and we've... We, we, you know, we had him pushed up there for a little bit, but I, I think, you know, round nine, round nine. I'm all, I'm, I'm fine. Just go ahead and get, get your sky more shares. Not doing it
0: in round seven. Dwayne has Al Lazard and MVS in the same tier 55 and 56.
1: They're the same profile, man. Like guys that have never done anything oh like going goodness. into year five have already played with good quarterbacks, but we just think pixie dust. They're going to be good now. Just look, it could happen. Like I get it. I, I know they play with good quarterbacks, but like, it's not enough to make me rank them high just because maybe like, they're going to be outliers if they hit. I mean, that's just,
0: it is what did it you, is. um, did you see, you know, my life? life's
1: going to really suck if Alan Lazard goes off like my, my life, <laughs> like I, I made, yeah, it could be over. My life hey, may be over.
0: Did you see the uh, Patriots training camp reception leaderboard?
1: I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I didn't, I don't watch anything like that. Who is it? <laughs>
0: No, it's, Smith uh, or something. No, it's Jacoby Myers by freaking sixteen. Oh, yeah,
1: well, not surprised.
0: Courtesy of Mark Daniels, uh Mac Jones is top reception leaders this summer. Yeah, not just total receptions. Mac Jones specifically, Jacoby Myers forty-one, Johnny Smith twenty-five, Agalor twenty-three, Parker twenty-three, Henry twenty-two, Ramondre Stevenson nineteen. do You see that, Dwayne? Number Dang one in is. receptions. Now you know, Damian Harris has eighteen, and Ty Montgomery has sixteen. But Ramondre Stevenson's number one, Dwayne. He's got nineteen.
1: There goes Pierce and Mahomes. So it's it's this is easy though. Jalen, right?
0: Oh hell yeah, Jalen Hurts.
1: Jalen or DeAndre Hopkins?
0: Jalen Hurts. That could be another Jalen. Um, oh
1: okay. Fuck. I just nearly clicked yes on Jalen, so I'm waiting. I had it clicked and I pulled my mouse off of it.
0: Do you think Lance gets back
1: to us? I think he will, but I still don't mind. Just go ahead and grabbing Jalen here. Like I, I think uh, there's still a difference between the two.
0: Bro, if we had Hopkins on this team, though, all of a sudden our wide receivers—like, I'm feeling really good about let's them. Let's do it. Let's go, DeAndre. Let's do it, man. Dude, let's ball out. Let's ball out. DeAndre, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. We got some uh, boomers that don't appreciate some some dual threat talents under center. We do have three teams ahead of us Dwayne, that have already taken quarterbacks. Yes,
1: there you go. Now you're teaching people how to draft
0: hardest. Look at you. Look at but you. We just need uh We need Team Nine, Team Ten to chill. The hell out and if we get lance we've got kittle so yeah neither let's see hertz and lance i don't think uh, yeah they don't have debo we have kittle they don't have aj brown we might just be okay We'll see. There's only one way to find out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You you have to give yourself a chance for greatness in these things. And again, this is why afraid to be great. Don't be afraid to be great, people. And but your thought process is right. The tier says we have Hurts and Lance, right? And so, I mean, we just want one of them. And so, knowing that there's only two guys to the right of us that don't have a quarterback, most likely both of them are not going to take one. We could be wrong. Like it could go wrong. But we've been pretty good at calling these things so far in these drafts how many times have we looked at the board read it and said okay here's the decision we're making and it worked out like i would say probably 60 70 percent of the time you know and and look it may end up being more of a coin flip like as we go on and as we do more drafts but at the end of the day you have to give yourself a chance
0: we've done five drafts and the only one that i thought I thought draft four at the tight end position when we just really didn't get one, and we had to just throw some darts out like that's the only draft I think yeah. we had a position group that we just didn't pick really one. read right. Yeah, pick yeah, one. it was
1: pick one, but but they also went early if you remember in that draft, and oh, we just I know. made we made a conscious decision to punt it once that happened. We were like, well, fine, we're 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 done. We're not yeah. going for it.
0: I don't think that team's dead either. It's just that's the only draft that I feel like we just. Yeah, again, we're kind of surprised, really surprised by a position. So we'll take that. All right, Team 9 takes Christian Kirk, still letting the quarterbacks ride. And you know what? If we don't get Hurts and Lance, we're not taking freaking Burrow. We're going to punt on quarterback for a while and just go get some other guys. So through seven rounds. Running backs: Dalvin Cook and Saquon Barkley continuing to anchor on down there. Wide receivers now: Tyreek Hill, Juju Smith-Schuster, Elijah Moore, and DeAndre Hopkins. Love, 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 and George Kittle at tight end. Okay, I don't. I'm not gonna all of a sudden act like I'm a Juju guy. I'll go love, like, love, love. But hey, Dwayne, we got four wide receivers here. Tyreek obviously an upside wide receiver. One, Juju, we could look up in week 17. You know, he has 130, 140 targets. Elijah Moore, ditto, and DeAndre Hopkins. Starting week seven, we got ourselves a wide receiver two at worst.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I like what we have. Um, you know, we obviously with getting Hopkins, we need, you know, we're gonna have to pile on. You know, we need we still need another flex player, you know, right now for the early part of the season. But the way this board's falling, I still feel good about that.
0: Yeah. Running backs going now. Damian Harris, Josh Jacobs, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire. I guess this is a better spot for him to go. I mean, you know, these guys could have gone round five, you know, depending on a certain draft, not so much Damon Harris. I think this is a little early for him these days. You were talking Dwayne about if people really are soaking up the wide receivers, which is safe to say has happened in this draft, like the possible pivots. This round seven, round seven for guys like Mitchell, Pollard, Pierce, and even Clyde Edwards, that's, that's not terrible.
1: Right. Yeah, it's not terrible. Like you get into the point where, okay, it's like, all right, uh, I didn't take them, you know, in the technically in the dead zone, right? Rounds four through six, seven can be part of it. And I think of dead zone more as like the profile you're trying to avoid. It just so happens that they get drafted in these rounds. I think it's so funny. Like I love ADP, but some of the stuff researching historical ADP, and be strictly using that to say, well, you shouldn't take a receiver in round five because they sucked. I'm like, well, let's go look at the receivers. that went in round five yeah. in those years. Come on, people. Like, let's like, come on. It's good I, context. It's good. I context. agree.
0: I agree. The dead zone is partly about the running backs profile. I also think it's a reflection on the other positional values in those rounds. Yes, like that's the thing. It is. Round, Agreed. Round, yeah. And that's, that's why I kind of consider the four through six. Cause at four, you're almost always getting the leftover wide receiver two value. That's always going to fall there because we have too big of a tier. So this is really like when the draft, if we could just really write out how a draft would kind of go, at least this beginning, uh, it really has been, this sort of build or the teams that I'm happiest with, you know, you're able to get the falling wide receiver value, but then in rounds four through six, while some people are panicking and taking the running backs, you're able to get either falling wide receivers or tight ends. You love the elite quarterbacks and really the last upside wide receiver range. I mean, they're, we every year, you know, wide receivers deep, wide receivers deep, and there are certain guys uh, down the road that we know have that potential to boom up there. But there also is a point, Dwayne, where you start getting into, I'd say, wide receiver forty-five to fifty, and you know, it kind of does seem to drop off pretty fast.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Like there is a spot there where you kind of hit the cliff. Yeah, I would say it's basically once you honestly. When you get past DeAndre Hopkins, you got a lot of questions, but there's still some guys we like, right? You could grab Drake London. You could still grab Christian Lurk, Kirk. You could grab Kadarius Tony. Yeah, it's fine. I saw it hurts well, right. but it's okay. Um, so there's still some guys you could like, um, and some of those are going to definitely hit. But I think especially, you know, once you get past that kind of tier, Ooh, to me, it go. gets pretty scary.
0: They went Sanders. I think Lance is going to be there. Yeah. He'll unless, be there. unless Quadzilla pairs up Josh freaking Allen with Trey, Trey, Lance. I just give up. I give up. Yeah, enough. I mean,
1: the other option here is you kick Trey Lance down one more round. Oh, um, because look where he is in the queue. Like he's still, no, what I'm he's, looking. he's, he's pretty far down there in the queue. Um,
0: who, who are you looking at though? That's the Kareem Hart.
1: Well, I was looking at Karius Tony. I was looking at Drake London. Technically, Amari Cooper's on the board. I don't really want him, though. <laughs> I know. But this is late for Amari. I mean, we're freaking round eight. It
0: I mean, really is.
1: I'm feeling we got four wide receivers. I know, but Hopkins going to miss the
0: first six weeks. You're right. Um, This is our last chance to get a running back we're going to feel really good about, though.
1: Yeah, there's a lot here. There's a lot to think about here.
0: I think um, between... Kareem hunt and I think it's between Lance hunt
1: and Drake London. We can let the receiver go.
0: Let's let the receiver go.
1: I I think we go ahead and take Lance. We've got Kittle here. If we did, if we didn't have Kittle, I would definitely punt it. What do you want to do? I I really can't go either way. I can eat. You know, I can click Kareem hunt like a freaking beast right now.
0: (laughs) I'm feeling Kareem hunt, man. I think uh, he's on the team. There's no chance – there's a small chance Lance comes back to us. Let's go, Kareem Hunt. Welcome to the squad. And the drop from like Lance, like Russell Wilson or someone, okay. Kareem Hunt versus who our next RB3 was going to be. Like before we pick next, let's let's look at the best available running backs and see uh, if that comes to fruition. But I do think, Dwayne, a lot of – look, like – CPAT's gone now Pierce has obviously been gone like those those are kind of like the last guys or the ones we've been relying on at this range so let's go ahead and scoop him up I don't love the idea of going in there with uh a Kenneth Walker a Melvin Gordon as my RB3 yeah
1: and uh, well the other part about Hunt is we can flex him you know for the DeAndre Hopkins spot right so I think it's fine um and and this is what we want to see now that we took it there goes Singletary um, Joe Burrow we didn't necessarily want to see him go off the board um, so that that really that might hurt the Trey Lance odds but that's okay I, I still like Russell Wilson yeah. um, so I'm gonna put Wilson over in our queue I'll throw Brady over there too
0: I'm cool with all these guys and if we need yeah, me to too. go down a tier then then so be it we can look to get a uh, get our well, upside you know, we, with we, Justin Fields we just missed him by one yesterday
1: And a guy I've been thinking about, Ian, just to start the season, right? It may not work out and he may get benched, but like Mariota is like really starting to grow on me. Like if you just had to in a pinch in a league like this, where you can just release him, right? You might use him for three or four weeks, gives you the rushing upside. I think there's a lot of creative things you can do. We, you know, even if we wanted a little exposure to Tua to go with Tyreek Hill, if we had to wait, I'm with you. I think there's options. We'll see if Lance slides back. Remember, yesterday we saw the person basically drafting where we are, get Lance to come all the way back, Um, front, but they were in pick 10. Yeah. We're at pick seven
0: now, so we'll see what happens. Round eight, running backs after Kareem Hunt, Devin Singletary, Rashad Penny, best available on Dwayne's board is now Brian Robinson. I think I'm already proved right. Uh, come on. well, Look at these running backs. Kareem Hunt was a massive yeah. teardrop.
1: Yeah. I agree. I agree. I, I got James Cook and Robinson over in the queue, though. Hell, yeah. Round there eight. There goes Knox. Long. What a time
0: to be alive. Dawson Knox, tight end 12, man. He should not be going. Pat fryermuth I- should not be going two tight end spots ahead of Dawson Knox. Come on.
1: I have him. I have him close. But, I mean, look, I agree. Like, there's no arguing with the upside of one offense versus the other. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the freaking, it's the Bills. You know, nobody needs this to say anything else. It's it's the Bills. It is uh,
0: it is interesting with Josh Allen. We uh developing um, one of our PFF fantasy tools and one of the ways we're reflecting a player's talent is looking at their PFF grades from the last season. And obviously for certain players that we know are really talented, it's concerning when you don't see the tool representing what you're trying to do. And so when we saw Josh Allen's talent not exact, not exactly, you know, bursting out of the seams. We're like, what the hell is this? But he look fantasy QB one during a regular season. The, the way he plays football, like Dwayne, when we were previewing the bills, we were just like, I literally couldn't come up with a scenario where Josh Allen really busts." Like, even if the bills are bad, he's going to be running around and throwing the ball 800 freaking times. But it really was a bit of a roller coaster regular season for Josh. There were some highs and lows as a real life passer, and that caused the PFF passing grade to just not be great. The playoff stretch was the best football we've seen of Josh's career for like eight straight quarters. The guy was just on a massive heater, and we our decision was to obviously include playoffs with regular season because that's higher challenge games. Why wouldn't we to help fix something like that? Dwayne, I mean, uh, there's Freeland, no, there's, ah, there's no real concern with uh, Josh Allen that much in fantasy land. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought I'd say that. So it was, it was a good example. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was a good example of uh, regular season and playoffs. You know, helping uh give you the whole picture. So good job by us.
1: Good job, good job, Ian. What are you thinking uh, here? Um, you know, a lot just dried up. Right there, yeah, not great. Um, with, with with London, Tony, London, Lance, all guys that we had in our queue. Went. We've got three picks until us. I still feel good about the cream hunt um, selection. I could go running back again here. I could go James Cook. I could go Brian Robinson. I could go Alave. Um,
0: I'm liking I could Alave. Go, That's a lot. That's the name that sticks out to me.
1: And I think we let, if it gets to us and Russell Wilson and Tom Brady are both still available, I say we let quarterback go by because there's only one team that doesn't have a quarterback yet. Agreed. There goes Antonio Gibson. Good riddance.
0: Take him. Alave is the one that sticks out to me here. I'm fine. Getting a running back on the next go round. Potentially. But I think this is a little early. I don't, we already have enough James Cook, I think. So there goes Robinson. Like you're, some of these running backs in the next tier are just the ones. There goes
1: Robert Woods. So let's go Alave, right?
0: Yeah, we're on a, Yeah, hell yeah.
1: Done. I love getting him. We,
0: we don't, I don't think we have him actually. As much
1: as you love him, we, I don't think we have him on a squad yet
0: like, together. I'll like him in best ball. Yeah, this is great. So why did you see are 46? Sign me up there. Chris Alave, welcome to the squad. And, not next round, but the on the next comeback, maybe round uh, 11, we can look at the at the tried and true Rondale Moore for the DeAndre Hopkins suspension method.
1: Oh, yeah. Got to go ahead and look at that. Let's go ahead and just move him over there so I don't forget him.
0: Love that. Okay, so ideally with only one team not having a quarterback that is now drafting and going back around the turn. We
1: should get Russ or Brady coming back. Fingers and can, crossed. And we can feel good about it. Yeah,
0: Yeah. round 10. I'll take that.
1: Yeah, we we should be able to do that.
0: So uh, then the trade off that we basically made, because round eight we were looking at Trey Lance, we'll be going down from Trey Lance to Brady or Russ, which we both have Trey Lance ranked higher. But the drop-off at running back is going to be like Kareem Hunt to – man, at that point, it's going to be a pretty much pure – Pure number two with nowhere near his kind of standalone value. So we can put Kareem Hunt in the flex during Hopkins' uh, suspension, as Dwayne noted earlier. Through nine rounds, no quarterback just yet. Dalvin Cook, Saquon Barkley, and the aforementioned Kareem Hunt, five deep at wide receiver, Tyreek, Juju, Elijah Moore, DeAndre Hopkins, and Chris Olave. George Kittle holding down the tight end spot. I don't feel good, Dwayne. I feel great. <laughs> it's a great day to be great, it's, Come on, you know this. Michael Gallup, 47th.
1: Ooh. Yeah, that's 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 definitely the highest I've seen Gallup go. But I was kinda wondering when this would happen, just because the news now that he's well he's not on the pup. Yeah. Doesn't mean he's gonna play week one, but at least it seems like there's a shot, right, that he could be ready by week two or three. Um you never know with the Cowboys. Jerry's so damn optimistic. Like he <laughs> Rondell Moore in round nine. Have not seen that, literally ever. Ever.
0: Whoa. Is this live accidentally? I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: Bam! And there and goes, there goes Cook. Cook. Oh, of course.
1: It's okay. Like, look, it, it, we've, when it's gotten to us, there's been, you know, each time, like quite a bit we like, but a lot of it has all been at the top of the queue as well. So it's not really a surprise when they all go.
0: No worries. As long as we get our, uh, lines, we got our quarterback coming back to us. I mean, it was gonna have, that was going to be tough to get Rondale at that point. Just a thought.
1: Yeah. If it comes back to us, and both quarterbacks are still there, we can punt it one more time. Cause everybody to our left has one except for one, one team. Wow.
0: I love this game. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: man, we're, we're playing freaking chess, not checkers.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. The court. I just love how and you,
1: you just, and I will say like, I love drafting with you because you like to risk it. You, you, uh, you get the fact that like, and honestly the people I struggle to draft with the most are just hyper conservative. And I still figure it out. It's fine. I can draft with anybody. But, man, it's like because I I like to try to, you know, to, you know, we're not just trying to just do it to do it. Right. You're reading the board and you're making calculated guesses on how things are going to play out. But you want to give yourself a chance, you know, and there's some people. They won't. Right. They just won't. Um, And, you know, you and I have already navigated these waters before. Like we know what it's like, like, you know, once you get past Brady and Wilson, you know, and then Prescott goes
0: like, people just are like, they don't even care. They just let everything go. (laughs) Dwayne has, has the uh, nationwide perception of last place, fantasy football punishments and just the overall dishonor of finishing and last, even though it doesn't financially impact you, has that caused a generation of fantasy football players to be too conservative? (laughs) Here's my thesis paper on the matter. (laughs) Seriously, Uh, man. Like. Well,
1: I do do think, I do agree that some people uh, like, you know, I think there is a, there's a tendency in our industry now to, you hear people use cliche things that have become cliche. Right. But bet as if you're right, like, come on, man, like, like let, let's have something backing it up. Right. We're actually yeah. talking about the way a draft boards playing out all these different things. But you know, I, I, a lot of times like I'm, I'm kind of, um, you know, I don't know. Like when I hear people using that argument, Sometimes I wonder, have they really thought it through? They even really know what, hey, bet, like, you know, play like you're right. What does that even right. mean? You know, or, hey, it's all about that upside. I don't think a lot of people really know how to calculate upside. There are a lot of really smart people that do. They probably know how to calculate it better than me, better than you. But it's it's not most people. And so I don't like it when people hide behind that argument. But at the end of the day, like if you're in a draft and now you're taking that kind of high level strategy idea and you're trying to like tactically figure out how to deploy it and make it work yeah i love it then i love it then i don't like it just as a blanket statement though you know whenever people throw it out there
0: nine hines off the board first pick of round 10 rb 39 he's been a huge mover. That's exactly where Dwayne has him ranked. I think I even have him like 35, 36. If there are going to be two running backs that actually have the possibility to give some standalone value that we can like actually also have the handcuff with man. It's Tony Pollard who goes, let's see, where'd he go on this one? Tony Pollard round seven, Naeem Hines, man, even like round 10 here. I think you can even get him probably later in a lot of uh, more home league style drafts. Like, these guys could catch 60 passes this year and god forbid something happens to taylor or zeke we get to be talking about both guys in the rb1 range yes even naeem hines based on what we're seeing in this preseason usage and yeah philip Lindsay's there but hines could easily have that eckler chase edmonds role that we're hoping that edmonds is going to have and ppr way right up the ranks oh my goodness
1: ppr way right up the ranks i love that he's going to pp his way right up the ranks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there, something, gonna... is there is something, but is there something you want here over That's the quarterback, true. right? That's what you have to decide. Because if there's not, you just take the quarterback you want right here. But if there's something you're really dying to have, then we take that. I mean, I think... The didn't... problem is some of the things I was really thinking about, like Melvin Gordon doesn't normally make it here. Naheem Hines was definitely in my mind. You, Rondell Moore was in my mind. They, I'm like a Willie Nelson song. You were always uh... on my mind. Like, But they all went. So... I don't know. Like, I, I, I could get down on a Daryl Henderson pick here. Uh, I
0: was thinking Henderson. Henderson or... I mean, Gage isn't even on the freaking map, so we don't have to...
1: Yeah, we don't have to worry about him, even though he's good in our tier. Like, yeah, he, yeah, he's exactly not on the map. You don't see him in the queue to your left.
0: I, uh, I <laughs> Even when Darryl, you
1: click over to receiver, like, Gage is still four down.
0: I'm down with Daryl Henderson. All right,
1: let's just go ahead and do that.
0: Is he... I mean... I don't want to say no to another running back, but he could be our last running back, and I'd be fine with that. Yeah. We'll see what happens down, down the road. Wake up, or...
1: Wake up, Harditz. Wake up. Get up from your nap.
0: <laughs> Uh-oh. I have no idea what I set that for.
1: <laughs> probably to probably to draft, and it was an hour late. <laughs>
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Hey, if you if you're ever having an alarm, folks, and it's going off and you don't know why it's going off, just say it was for a fantasy draft. Like <laughs> you know uh, <laughs> like Ian's kind of like Ian's uh Amon Ras brown. Having relationship trouble, amon ain't Brown. Yeah. <laughs> Random alarm goes off. I
0: got a fantasy draft, folks. Oh my goodness. I hope it's not for like a radio call or something. I think I'm good. <laughs> 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 oh. Uh if it is, I'll just let you take over for a little bit, Twain. Or tell him to call me back at a later time. All good. We'll worry about that later. Kenneth Gamewell RB43. I will say, um, I'm about to try to do another DM run. Get all your get all your fantasy questions answered before uh before draft Saturday. But I had someone bring up that uh Kenneth Gamewell drain allegedly up to 215 pounds uh this year. So Hey, I, I'm not a I'm not a hater of running backs, but, you know, improving, becoming an every-down back, and I guess I did call him more one-dimensional. So his uses last year was one-dimensional. I know a lot of the truthers out there believe he can be much more than that. So I'm prepared to be wrong on Kenneth Gamewell. We did see the cool targets per route run rates out there. It's it's more than anything. It's just uh, I think kind of what we've seen from Philly and the likelihood that this is going to remain a committee. And if anything, man, like what does Kenneth Gamewell become if they actually – like, if Kareem Hunt goes there or something, like, Gainwell's not going to find the field.
1: Yeah. I, look, here's what I like about Gainwell, right? He did pop in some of the metrics we like. So I think there are things you and I both like about him. The problem is I don't even think he's the handcuff. I don't think he has the contingency value that people thinks he think that he has. I really think that Boston Scott is the actual handcuff. And so it's funny because, like, earlier I talked about Rex Burkhead, right? You know, and I'm like, I'm not worried about Rex Burkhead. Like, if you look at Boston Scott over his career, he's actually – and he's still younger. Like, he's actually st- still been good. And so – and look, back in the day, Burkhead was, like, a really good receiver uh, out of the backfield for, you know, the the Patriots. But, like, Boston Scott is a guy that I think is actually underrated. Um, and so, who knows? Gainwell could still take that. Like, he gets high leverage snaps. He's going to run the two-minute offense. He gets carries inside the five. But the problem, he's got he's to share those – with Jalen Hurts, and we're also just assuming that he's going to have that same role. I don't know that we've necessarily really been told that he's going to have that same role this year. Um, and in the preseason, honestly, that's a really tough thing to discern. Like, as if a player is going to have the two-minute offense, a lot of teams do not use the two-minute offense at all in the preseasons, so, yeah. so you don't really know. Um, so, I think it's a tough call. Uh, I'm fine. I think Gainwell, you know, where he goes, like I have him at the very bottom of the tier where we just took Darrell Henderson. I have him at 49. I have Darrell Henderson at 42. So technically it's fine. Like he goes in this range. I just, I think people are just a little bit overzealous in my, in my opinion, with, they think that he's going to take over for Miles Sanders and it it could happen. Like he has outs for sure. Um, but I like him a little better in round 11, like than I do in round 10.
0: I view him. I view him like JD McKissick more or less. Hey, we'll see what happens. Entering round 11, there there are actually two teams between us, Dwayne, that don't have a quarterback yet. One's been autoing three times. So there's a – but even then, man, if that happens and we lose both Brady and Russ here, as unfortunate as it be, then if there's still a wide receiver we want, we can punt to the next tier, Dak Stafford, Rogers, Carr Cousins, like all five of those guys I highly doubt are going to go between uh, our 11th and 12th round pick. And that's still fine enough value for any of them. Yeah, the the guy that's
1: the guys that have been autoing though they they've been making their pick ahead. It's like they're having oh, okay. to step away from their desk. It's like see they make Chase Samuel auto pick AJ Brown, Allen Robinson auto pick Jerry Judy. Come back, take Chase Edmonds, Brandon. Fair Ayuk. enough. Fair enough. But you know what? I did screw up. I, I thought that there was only one team. Doesn't
0: matter. Let's go.
1: All right. Doesn't matter. You're right because somebody the one of the teams that doesn't have a quarterback just took another tight end.
0: So we're good. But it's okay. And there goes Russ. So fingers crossed. Russ Wilson gone. Yep. The two teams between us have Mahomes and Burrow. They use a seventh and eighth round pick on them. There's no reason why they should take Tom Brady, but you know, we'll see. I'll take Dak. (laughs) You know, I'm fine with Dak. I am man losing Tyron. Like we have seen play. really dip without these guys. You're right.
1: Okay. We'll pass Dak. Well, he's in the same damn tier. We moved him down to that tier for a reason with right, with so Stafford I, and Carr and Cousins. You know, he's got a little I'm, more rushing upside, but eh, not a lot.
0: Like if Brady's not here, I'd be fine taking Gage or Boyd, honestly. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm hoping we get Brady and come back with Gage. Or me Hucho. too. Me too. If, but, Brady you know, if, if Brady goes, I'm fine with Traylon Burks. Like at this point, like people look. He's still a talented player. We're just taking talent at this point. It's been a, don't be me wrong. It's been a terrible training camp. All right. It doesn't matter. We're getting Tom Brady. let go. Good?
0: Tom Brady around 11. Sign me up. Well, here's the one thing with Trelon. The question is, can he beat this outside receiver? And we're seeing that it's a little bit of a struggle. Is it impossible to scheme him up some touches in the meantime? Like, what are we doing here a little bit? Like, it feels a little... Like the Mike, yeah. Six the coaching thing. staff
1: needs to figure this crap
0: out. Like, come you, on, guys. Just trade you. I, I understand it's a contract there, but they essentially swapped out AJB with the hope that Traylon Burks was going to be your number one wide receiver. Can we have a plan instead of being like he can't he can't fit our scheme? Let's change the scheme around a little bit, man. So that's that's my only thing. If if we just see Traylon Burks straight up on the bench, that doesn't make sense to me. Now, if it's like a Rondale Moore thing and they don't. Feel confident he can run the full route tree, and you know Nick Westbrook uh, akini is just a better overall fit. And it's unfortunate that Traylon Burks is playing, you know, forty percent of the snaps instead of eighty. Okay, I can wrap my mind around that, but it's going to be ridiculous, Dwayne, if he's just like legitimately like the wide receiver five six out here. Come on,
1: yeah, send him back our way. I'll take him over even the the Bucks receivers. Like if he comes back, you know, I got him. I got he Jahan Dotson Julius. Julius, Julius Jones. Old, we were talking Cowboys. Julius Jones was awesome on a draw play. Any other kind of play that you asked him to run? No, he sucked.
0: Unless, uh, unless they were playing the Seahawks, but then the draws were getting like 30 a clip. Yes.
1: Uh, Julio Jones, Jacoby Myers, Isaiah McKenzie, Wondell Robinson are all in the queue. Not that we have to take, like, that's too early. Like, McKenzie and Wandell, one of them will come back. But, like, Burks, Dotson, Julio Gage, are all man. in the queue for me. Um, yeah, did Gage go? Like why do I not have him over here? Okay, there he is. My bad. Yeah, Gage should be actually.
0: This is madness. Yeah, that he's still going. Do you think the. I think, I think Gage, people are overreacting to, to Gage, to be honest. Yeah, well, we got him in our last draft. Again, okay, yeah. We can't draft Gage as a top 30, 36 receiver these days, but not that much. is. Goblin's recovery is better than we thought. Okay, small bump. Julio, okay, small bump. Wide receiver, 60, though.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, again, he had he was hitting metrics that we like as far as being a breakout receiver. His PFF receiving grade, his targets per route run actually suggests that he could be a wide receiver too if you get him with the right quarterback. And so... Fortunately, I think we have the right quarterback already on our roster.
0: (laughs) We would love to pair Brady
1: with with Gage.
0: The community basically told us, and also not having Gronk come back, that actually was a positive. That really didn't even kind of get incorporated in there. But you're telling me Russell Gage, based on the way we've been ranking him, is a top 36 receiver if one of Mike Evans, Chris Goblin, and Julio Jones are out of the picture – That's, I'm not a guy that likes to bet on injuries, Dwayne, but I could think of three healthier wide receivers I'd probably like to make that bet against than Julio Goblin and Mike Evans. Yeah,
1: no doubt. No doubt. Like people are reaching all over the place here. Josh Palmer going off the board, Marvin Jones. Like, what is going on? Like, I do not, I don't get some of these
0: picks. Love that we have a very good chance of getting one of Gage, Burks, Myers, Dotson as our wide receiver six now in this. Ever lovely yeah. build we got going on.
1: Yep, I love it. And and we need it. Like, we need another receiver on this team. I'd like to get two more really quality receivers in the next two picks if we can. I got a couple of running backs in the queue, too, or three, to be exact. I, I have Madison, Jamal Williams, Amir White. I'm not big on handcuffing, but if you don't force me to take Alexander Madison in round nine to get my handcuff, and I know I have the lead back on the Vikings, and I have that locked in, like, I'm okay with that. I get it in best ball why people want to avoid that. But in a season-long league where we're managing this stuff, man, Alexander Madison is one of the few guys, Ian, that if your guy goes down, you just feel fine. You're like, okay, fine. I'll plug in Alexander Madison. Like, you, you feel like, okay, you you lose 20%, right? But you still
0: have a re- you have a guy that's going to be ranked in the top 12 running backs. And the other, the other thing is that we got confirmation in the preseason that he is still getting the every snap roll behind. uh Dalvin Cook, obviously, with, when Cook was resting in the preseason. wasn't a given under a new coaching staff, Kevin O'Connell. I'm way – the thing is, like, Kevin O'Connell is coming from the McVay coaching tree where, my goodness, he's getting fed, fed, fed every single running back. You know, I compared Madison to Khalil Herbert a little bit with that, but the difference is, you know, we could see – Herbert actually be the one stuck in more of a true committee. It's looking like, man, if it's going to become, you know, the Minnesota Rams here, Dalvin Cook, every down roll. And when he goes down, Alexander Madison, every down roll. It's not like we're doing the, let's see, Zeke in round three, Tony Pollard in round seven. Like when it's Alexander Madison, who's off the board anyway, but just if he was still on there, when it's Alexander Madison versus, you know, wide receivers and, outside the top 60, that's a little yeah. bit different than when you're taking, you know, a guy like Tony Pollard around Brandon Ayuk and DeAndre Hopkins and guys like that.
1: Yeah. These these guys are all over the board. There goes Raheem Mostert like three rounds early. Take him. Two two rounds at least. Um
0: Is yeah. having Brady enough of a tiebreaker to do Gage over Brooks for you?
1: I could do it and the other tiebreaker is I just want to see how far Traylon Brooks falls. Like <laughs> I saw a draft the other night where he went, where he went in round 14.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So, yeah, I think it's enough for me if it's if it's enough for you.
0: Yeah, I'm cool with that. I mean, I, have, I think I have Gage straight up ranked higher as do you. So, there goes if not, Jahan Dotson. Yeah. If Gage, okay. does, if Gage does go, then I'll I'm just cool. take Traylon. Yep. It's fine. Gage or Burks in round freaking 12. Sign.
1: People me. are finally catching on to Jahan Dotson. We've been working on this a long time, Harditz. We've been I mean, trying to get this guy up the board. Dude, Barely. But he's still
0: he, a wide receiver 59 here. Like we, we, were,
1: we were getting him around 14 and 15. Like yeah. I, he should be in around, he should be around 11 pick, you know, um, but still round 12, it's at least getting
0: close. I just mean relative to the other wide receivers. He's still yeah a yeah, little bit sure. undervalued. Uh, in my humble opinion, I like how Alberto went right after us last round. We just, just missed it. <laughs> Yeah, just
1: lost right over it. Dwayne doesn't want to talk about Albert. <laughs> anymore, you know? Come on. Jamal Williams, that's a good pick. We, we had Jamal Williams in our queue. We are Jamal Williams fans uh, this season. Absolutely. So, so Russell Gage, pound Russell, that bad
0: boy. Pound that.
1: That's what, if, they, if, if, if they take
0: uh, Traylon Burks and leave us Julio, I got no oh, problem with that either. <laughs> as we wait for that to happen, I want to shout out a few lovely Sponsors gentlemen all men strive for gold in their life right gold medals gold watches gold everything however there's a certain type of man who goes the extra mile he walks with the confidence of an eagle and giggles in the face of danger he's a big hairless winning machine and when he unzips his pants he sees platinum that's right manscape would like to introduce to you their best and biggest ultimate hygiene bundle yet the platinum package 4.0 manscape is the leader in below the waist grooming now trust them with the whole shebang join the four million men worldwide to trust manscape by going to manscape.com for 20 percent off and free shipping with the code pff Manscaped's brand new Platinum Package 4.0 is the biggest bundle they've ever offered, giving you a bulk discount on Manscaped's top products. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code PFF at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code PFF. It's time you enjoyed the finer things in life and get yourself a Platinum Package for your Platinum Package. If you haven't heard by now, Underdog Fantasy is the best and easiest place to play best ball fantasy football this summer. We've all been there in fantasy football leagues it's Sunday morning, and you're digging through news reports trying to figure out whether to start your stud receiver that tweaked his hamstring last week, or you have a player on your team who hasn't been getting in the end zone, and then one week he suddenly goes off for thirty points on your bench. With Underdog Fantasy, all the stress of who to start each week is lifted off your shoulders because it's best ball format. Draft your teams before a season starts and get the best score in your lineup each week. Right now, you can draft an Underdog's Best Ball Many Three Tournament to take your shot at ten million dollars and total prizes plus underdog is going to double your first deposit up to $100 when you sign up with the promo code PFF and if you play 10 of those dollars using promo code PFF you get a free PFF subscription underdog drafts closed before NFL kickoff so what are you waiting for head on over to underdogfancy.com or the app store play $10 with code PFF and draft your best ball mania team today Get ready for the NFL Week 1 action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly, and now everyone can experience the throw of DraftKings' early win promotion. Get up seven, you win. Bet on any NFL team of your choice, and if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF to get $200 in free Free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code PFF only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com. Sportsbook for terms and resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny 467 One per customer, a minimum $5 deposit and wage, or $200 issued at 8- free bets. And finally, everyone, our newest partner is revolutionizing the world of sports betting and fan engagement by making sports fandom profitable. That company is Symbol, the stock market for sports. Symbol was a PFF sponsor last year, and they are back for this football season. Symbol lets you trade pro and college teams like stocks and even earn cash dividend payouts when your teams win. Symbol took the throw of sports betting and combined it with the profitability of the stock market to give you a platform where fortune favors the fan. Download the Symbol mobile app for iOS by searching SIMBUS. LL in the App Store and use code Ian to receive a free team stock valued up to $150 upon signing up. The PFF team is even getting in the Symbol market themselves this season. Create a free account, enter code Ian to get a free stock valued up to $150 and compete against the PFF forecast podcast this season on Symbol. Round 13. Mr. McFarlane, Julio Jones, still on the board. Chad Burke, still on the board. What is going on?
1: Yeah, we got Burks on the board, Julio on the board, Jacoby Myers on the board, uh, Isaiah McKenzie still there, Zamir White still sitting there, Um, got a couple tight ends in the queue. So uh, we've got uh, the guy with Patrick Mahomes took Dak Prescott, you know, Mm -hmm. as his second quarterback. So that helps, you know, that helped us out a little bit. Wondell Robinson in in round 12. I think that's the earliest that I've seen Wondell, Um, but definitely like he was in play. I had him in the queue.
0: I don't hate Wanda, let's just, let's not completely lose our minds. We did get the Sterling Shepherd pup news, and wow, I'm not expecting him to necessarily be his hundred percent best self coming off the Achilles injury. It is a situation where if each of Galladay, Tony and Shepard are healthy, there is a chance that Wandale Dale is more so in Isaiah McKenzie in this offense. Glowing reports out of training camps and round 12, round 13. These are the areas of the draft where, okay, you can kind of just, you know, who is he really going up against anyway, but certainly uh, just want to keep that in mind with some of these lucky uh, receivers. John Brooks finally off the board. Third, third pick of the 13th round. It's okay, Dwayne. We still got Julio there, Isaiah McKenzie, Jacoby Myers.
1: So there goes K.J. Osborne. Not a bad pick. Yeah, I I like getting Julio here. The only other thing you could talk me into would be Zamir White. Like, he's kind of the last guy uh, as far as running backs go um, to to have another one on the squad. And there goes Foreman. What are your thoughts? Yeah,
0: Zamir White's the...
1: Kind of the last months, one.
0: <laughs>
1: I think we take him here because really, uh, if, J-
0: if Jacobs has got hurt, Zamir White would be like an upside RB two potentially.
1: Yeah, and the problem is like if Julio goes behind us, we're probably still getting McKenzie or Hamler or one of these other receivers to come back.
0: Yeah, I'm cool with that.
1: All right, you want Zamir? Let's go Zamir. All right, we'll make a little pivot to Zamir. I think that's the right move. I was excited about Julio, but just sitting there while you while you were reading the ads, it gave me a chance to like really look at the at, at our board. I think that was the right
0: pick. I'm cool. I mean, yeah, Zamir versus anyone else. That's going to be exactly
1: like yeah, there's no way I'm getting you to draft Daryl Williams, right? <laughs> no. And look, Tyrion Davis-Price, like I have him in the same tier, but there's just less confidence, you know, yeah. um, around what they're really going to. We have no clue what the – Tyrion Davis-Price could be the starter for all we know, but <laughs> you know the way the 49ers do. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, it, it was tough to, to pass Zamir White there because he's at least – He's got some positive momentum behind him. He is the true cuff to to Jacobs. You're going to have Amir Abdullah handling that passing down work. Um, But if Jacobs falters or gets hurt, which usually he misses a couple of games a year, you know, you're going to get some good usage out of Zamir White in a good offense.
0: And to your previous point, we don't have enough situations in the preseason to know the full picture. There is a chance that Amir Abdullah's role is as the two-minute, you know, 10% pass down back as opposed to the every single third down. You know, we're throwing him the ball 70 times this year, pass down back. So I do think uh, Abdullah could be a slight throw on the side. Ty Montgomery has a similar potential. Uh, but Zamir White, I mean, Zamir White's basically, if we just want to keep going with the New England versus Las Vegas kind of stuff, like Zamir White is thirteenth round, Ramondre Stevenson.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, per- yeah, that's a that's a perfect comp, right? Now he probably doesn't have the passing chops, but to your point, it's still in the range of outcomes. We don't know for sure what yeah. they're gonna do with these guys. There goes Julio. I-, I was hoping we would still get him to come back, just since we had Brady and How Lady was there. But I still think Zamir White was the right pick based on the way everything's falling
0: we still have a chance at jacoby myers isaiah mckenzie
1: and KJ hamler and christian watson are way down the board so one of those will be there for sure that's why i felt good about it looking at the queue like neither one of them are even on the page yet so i knew at a minimum we get one of those two um if we get lucky it's isaiah mckenzie or jacoby myers
0: i'm a i'm a fan too Dwayne of the the about having those sticker drafts you know when you just actually uh are going up there and you're doing it live in person like people are kind of then working off their own rankings their own adp it throws a it throws a wrench in all this
1: yeah 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 it does um what are your thoughts on robert tanyan like you know i have just kind of left tanyan. him alone yeah tanyan whatever <laughs> um you know i got okwibunum so you, <laughs> you, you, you've got tanyan so you, voice, any thoughts talk. like i just I, I just never take him like I still have him sitting in the same place. I haven't moved him down, but it's like I just I never take him.
0: I get him uh in best ball if I happen to have Rogers slide. Otherwise, not a ton. Maybe we should get a little more. He is uh practicing and stuff. I'm I'm not sure if he's gonna be full go in week one. It does seem like I mean that was the problem, man. Last year, like his role, like the same thing that made us low on that made me low on Albert o and Looking at Cole Komet now and the concerns we have, it's that way because of Robert Tunyon. So that's the concern, and yeah, maybe Rogers and I, I could see. I mean, since Lafleur got there, there hasn't been a tight end get even sixty targets in a season. I could see Tunyon getting there, but I, I don't think he's going to ninety or hundred or anything. So really, Robert yeah. Tunyon, he's he's an injured version of uh, you know these Gerald Everett, Tyler Higby, Irv Smith. I guess Irv Smith is also banged up, but it's a thumb, not a freaking knee. So there goes Stafford. That's what we
1: need. We need these guys with with one good quarterback. Like this, this person took Lamar Jackson around five and then they just took Stafford. Uh, The guy behind him says, no, I'm not doing that. Comes back with Jacoby Myers. Ah.
0: Quit. That's okay.
1: We still got uh, a, sorry. We still got McKenzie on the board. If we can't get him, we'll go Hamler. We'll go Christian Watson. One
0: of those two. McKenzie's so bad. Team nine still needs a quarterback. Take one. There goes, there goes DJ Chark. Who's even – what are they getting? Cousins? Yeah. They, they need they, – yeah, there we go. Kirk Cousins. cousins. Come on. Again, Like you Come wait until round,
1: round 14 and you get and you get, uh, Kirk Cousins.
0: Hold on. When Isaiah McKenzie so bad. I just need yeah, 69. Too. Oh, that would be so nice. Come on.
1: He's at the very top of the queue.
0: No. So if this guy has a panic
1: moment, he doesn't know what he's doing. There we go. We took to Lawrence, no. have him. Boom. Let's go. Let's go. There we go. See again, just working the board, like looking at your tiers. That's what your tiers help you with, folks. You're saying there. You're trying to decide. Zamir White, Ian, and I both agree. There's really no one we want to be like trying to get after that. And guess what? They all went after we picked anyway. Well, when we say all, Tyrian Davis Price was the last guy in our tier, and we knew there were multiple receivers still in the next tier. And so Isaiah McKenzie falls back, and it works out nice. Next Trevor Lawrence. Just gotta get it, huh? Gotta have uh, it.
0: We'll see if uh I wouldn't be against
1: That's when you have Josh Allen. You take yeah. Trevor Lawrence, like, come on, you don't have to do that. I was about to it's, say uh, it's good though. We need it. Like right. those are the things you need. You need a few people in your drafts doing those things because it makes your draft so much better. If you don't have anybody doing that, you gets really problematic.
0: I want to be against adding fields in a couple rounds, but I'm also perfectly content having only Brady at tight end. We could take a little bit of a look at Brevin Jordan because it is I like Brevin. At this point. I,
1: I'm getting, I'm, I'm not like getting overhyped on Brevin, but I have a really good feel that he's going to get to that 80% threshold, which gives him a chance, right? That means if he has anything in the tank at all, He's probably gonna finish close to, to the top 12 tight ends. And this is a tight end premium where he could come in handy, man. We could end up flexing that guy.
0: See, in July, I wrote an article on which tight ends have a chance to actually lead their team in targets. I think we did a podcast about it. And the tier one legit chance to lead the offense in targets, Kelsey, Andrews, Kittle, and Pitts. Where, where did Brevin Jordan end up in this? I might be hyping up an article where I didn't even do a good job breaking down the freaking thing.
1: You tried to suppress my 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 Brevin Jordan ranking at uh, one point, but I can't remember. I, I think you actually did have
0: him in this article. I thought you had him in like the third kind of group. down down in tier four, most likely number okay. four pass game option with Alberto and uh, Gerald Everett amongst others. But so. we
1: have complete unknowns around Nico Collins. You got Mechie gone now since you it, wrote he that.
0: has a much wider range of uh, outcomes. The concern is that here's the concern. Pep Hamilton was their pass game coordinator last year. He's their offensive coordinator this year. And Brevin Jordan never even reached 60% of the snaps in a game. He's had the routes going on. I believe Pharaoh Brown has been hurt though. The concern Pharoah is Pharoah that.
1: Brown, Brown did play some in the, oh. the first preseason game.
0: So we need. All right. So the routes Maybe are Maybe the still, second one too. The routes are moving. Uh, there goes Justin Fields off the board. Hey. When Brevin's going at this range, that's fine.
1: Yeah, I, I think he's a priority late round guy in this kind of format. And in the home leagues, if any of you are listening and you're gonna play in like a 15 round home league where you gotta take a defense and a kicker, don't worry about Brevin Jordan. But remember his name in week one. If you're if you don't like your tight end and the guy actually has a game, like just remember you just heard this pod there's a good chance, right, he's going to be out there on the field for a ton of the routes, and if you see it, then you know a lot of people won't know what to do about it, but you'll have enough information to know, okay, like this is probably real. We're going to go ahead and go after him.
0: I think I saw his phone screensaver is like the list of tight ends that got drafted before him.
1: See, I like that. That's some Ian kind of sweat. That's some, that's some shit Ian would know that I I don't have any clue about. Like that's the kind of this is kind of stuff like you that you definitely dig up that I would never get. Not you dig up a lot of other good stuff too, obviously, but like those kind of things, Next like way. I don't see any of that stuff. Yeah, well, yeah. Anyway, sorry.
0: <laughs> uh, you're good. That's funny. Matt Ryan, QB eighteen, Tua on the board, Mac Jones on the board. Yeah, we're definitely not taking a quarterback at the, at this point. That's fine. Don't need one. Dude.
1: I love three guys that we have in our queue: KJ Hamler, Christian Watson, Brevin Jordan. Yeah, I like all of them. And, and honestly, that- we we should just take the one that's the low, that's the highest. So Christian Watson, then KJ Hamler. Where's Brevin? If you just filter on tight end, you still got Noah Fant and Hayden Hurst sitting out there. Okay.
0: Damn, one ninety eight ADP for Brevin. I, I think we have a much better chance of Brevin coming back to us. I agree.
1: And hey man, could you imagine like how excited you're going to be about KJ Hamler if something happens to one of the other two receivers in Denver? Dude, he could It's there goes could the guy. <laughs> I mean, I, I,
0: don't, I don't think he's going to be the guy. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Sutton, Judy, Hamler. Hamler's really freaking good, though. Like If he gets 90 to 100 targets somehow, which is not impossible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, who else is getting? And,
1: and, the, tar- and the targets you're getting from Russ, like, you, you know. He
0: could, he could lead the offense in the area. It's like, that's realistic. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think KJ is a guy that, a lot of
0: upside. When when you see Russ just chuck that ball and it goes sailing outside your television screen, there's a good chance when it <laughs> comes back, KJ Handler's, you know, freaking running could by it. Right yeah,
1: it's just a dime. And it's crazy. It doesn't matter. It can be a defender that's like 6'9", trying to cover him. <laughs> it's actually running with him perfectly. And it's just going to fall right into KJ Handler. Oh,
0: my gosh. I hope this I hope this Broncos offense is a lot of fun. Yeah, me too. Hayden Hurst, Isaiah Likely off the board. Doesn't help our chances of getting Brevin Jordan, but we still have Noah Fant sitting there. Uh, I wanted to do I'll probably do it tonight or something. I don't know. If, I'm going to find time to go through the ESPN Yahoo ranks, just quickly cross-check versus my ranks and just get the top values in tweet that shit out, but Noah Fant joins the one that, but at least with a consensus ADP, I saw you still going like tight end 15, like earlier this week. What is it with Noah Fant? I, we were talking about it briefly. It was, it was one of those things where I almost felt silly bringing it up, but
1: so God. you're good on KJ Hamler, correct?
0: Let's go. Not good. Great.
1: Great day to be great.
0: Hard Boom. Hard. KJ freaking Ham- Yeah. I'm so happy that Boston Scott and Marlon Mack could go before us. Darn. Oh no. KJ freaking Hamler. Oh, I love, when, I love when our entire back half of the draft is just like our sleeper column. You know?
1: Oh, uh, it's the best. It's like best. literally yeah. getting
0: your favorite draft picks in the rounds when it's happening. Isaiah McKenzie and KJ Hamler back to back. Let's go. Take a defense. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Let's go. Start a run. Take the Buccaneers defense, you cowards. It's fantastic. Uh, I love it. I don't know if we've had a pick. I particularly Dude. feel even, I, I feel good to great about every pick. Not even I close to even like average. Yeah. Like, no, like you I, know, remember yesterday, like we picked Devin Singletary and we were like, ah, we probably had to do that, but obviously we didn't feel good about it. But I don't think, I don't think it was a terrible pick. Yeah. But- I think we, we did the normal thing. Well, we probably need a little exposure to him.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> know, it doesn't like their pick when they say, well, I need a little exposure. <laughs>
0: that means you
1: didn't like your pick. Okay. That, I, that's us that, trying to mask a pick you didn't like with
0: strategy talk. I guess I did that with uh, Juju in this one, but. Based on the wide receivers we've gotten to cover it up, I am absolutely fun, And we got a wide receiver 28 there. It's more so just the idea. I think it'll that... be an
1: on-brand great tweet like week four when you're like, yeah, Juju, we gave you a chance. Elijah Moore's kicking your ass. Yeah, there we go. <laughs>
0: Get out of here. We have Hopkins coming back anyway take his job.
1: Are you even drafting Gus Edwards at this point, knowing that no. he's going to be on the pup? Yeah, Stop. Even in a deep league like this, Like, I have him in my very last tier of backs. I moved him all the way down. Uh, my, and the other problem like people are going to have is like, it's going to be tough to roster him, you know, for four weeks, and we still and we don't know that four weeks is it. Oh, Brevin Jordan,
0: Damn. I haven't taken the him once. Already got two. I haven't taken him once in redraft. Probably took him a few too many times earlier in the year. Not ah, there goes Brevin Jordan. Damn. Yeah. Uh, but no, since we've gotten the update, so he's really just he is going to be on the pup basically. Uh, not 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 been taking him.
1: A, a guy takes Brevin Jordan. And then he shits Justin Justin Tucker down his leg in round 16 after he already crapped Matthew Stafford out when he had Lamar Jackson. Sometimes, you know, you just stumble into some shit.
0: Is this a good spot for Jameson Williams?
1: Man, I struggle with him, too, because he's on the NFI list. Not going to play at least for four weeks, and it sounds like it could be November before he's ready. But – I don't mind. Like, you see how this, you see how things are going. You know, if, and if you got to release him, you got to release him. Yeah. Huh.
0: I don't see any running backs
1: that we need here. Well, now at running back, it's just any of the ones you like. Like, whether it's, whether it's, you know, P. Ryan, w- whatever it is, if you've got a few that you want to target, you know, we, we just, we go after them. But we
0: don't necessarily need another one, but let's see. We got, Logan eight. Thomas, Mo Ali Cox, got it. eight wide receivers now. What are you thinking here, I've, man? I feel good oh, about every position. Well, well, hang on. Has Noah
1: is is are we in it? Noah Fant is available.
0: <laughs> so uh,
1: it's this really a, late. It's really late for him. I know it is, but I, is... I don't. I don't, don't want to ruin the vibe. <laughs> I don't. I feel like if we do it, it's going to run the way the whole board looks when we post it. <laughs> But there's really nothing else left. Uh, uh, well, uh, we can New wait. We can ago. go Ballinger. We can go um...
0: – I don't want no yeah. fan. I just don't want him.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't want to screw up our box.
0: i Curtis Samuel.
1: I like Curtis Samuel. There He's we go. First... Done. But, look, you could have said anyone. Like, you could have said <laughs> some dude that's not playing in the league, and I would have just been like, yeah, yeah, let's get <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, I mean, Curtis – Dude, playing I, I over just, 70% of the routes, it looks like the primary set for Washington is going to be uh, 11 personnel. So, look, this is a guy that got a nice contract last year. It's a player that w- he has outs, man. The guy is versatile. He can play all over the place. He's explosive.
0: If, if we ran like a – if we took every wide receiver's like ADP and then put their projected week one route percentage next to him and like conditionally formatted it, Curtis would be sticking out uh, among this group – for sure, man. Like Gaudet is in that tier where, okay, I can see it as well, but especially just am- among the wide receivers that are remaining, man, Jamison Crowder, likely wide receiver four. Sammy Watkins. Okay. Could be a starter, but is seemingly going to be rotating with Dobbs and some of these other guys. Fuller's not even on a team. You get throw Corey Davis in there, but I have a hard time believing it's really going to be, you know, I, I can see Elijah Moore being the one Corey Davis losing some snaps to uh Garrett as well as a uh, Barrios as well. It's a lot of guys, Dwayne plus like bears wide receivers, but who really wants to deal with that?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, dude, I'm, I'm with you. It's, it's, it's kind of gross. It's kind of gross. And yeah. Do you want to deal with it? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, if, if, if Jamison Williams comes back, I'm good with that pick. There you go. Wow. Our timing ah. is freaking impeccable.
0: I have <gasps> to say. Wow. This, this, <sighs> this, this, this look at this freaking teams, wide receivers. Michael Pittman, great. And then Sky Moore, George Pickens, Wandale Robinson, Alec Pierce, Jameson Williams. Dude's a rookie yeah, fiend. Shit, a brick, man. Jesus. Maybe he thought it was Dynasty. I don't know. It's happening.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Do you see it? We, of- we we love everyone. To be clear, oh, we, we we do bust some chops. We do bust some chops. This is what back.
0: happens. I think, I think, I, think over- yeah, I think
1: overall we're nice. Yeah, but you guys have made some shitty picks. Let's be honest.
0: <laughs> when you draft the fancy, you talk shit. It's like you know when you're playing basketball or something. Like, you can't you can't hold comments as true personal digs when we're in the middle of a fantasy draft Dwayne have you like
1: exactly. it's kind of like a comedian like you know you can't hate Bill Burr you <laughs> just can't like he, he's got a license to do his thing he's up there he's trying to make you laugh you know what I mean so yeah
0: love love me some Bill Burr do you see any uh teams here that you're particularly fond of Dwayne
1: I haven't honestly studied them just because I'm trying to keep marking off the queue. So I'll, I'll look at them. I'm just trying, I'm trying to stay focused on finishing this bad boy out. So here's a guy Ian. not that he makes sense for this roster, but he's a player that I did move up. We can at least talk about him. I did move Mike Davis up to the very bottom of a tier five. And, and the reason why, because we just talked about Gus Edwards, he's not going to play. We know that the Ravens want to use a rotation. We also can probably guess the Ravens are going to start JK Dobbins slow. Yep. So I feel, and we know, that the way that the the Ravens, you know, run game works with Lamar Jackson, the lanes that it opens. And really, if you think, if you look at Mike Davis, what is he? He's like Gus, he's Gus Edwards. That that's kind of who he is. And so I threw him, I moved him up like, and I put in the, in the strategy blurb, right. You know, it's really about like, if if you really were light at running back, say you went hero and then you grabbed a bunch of upside guys, but you're not crazy about your RB two. I think in that kind of build, you know, Mike Davis could make some sense, um, you never know what's going to happen though. Like what if Gus Edwards just isn't ready all season or tries to come back and tweak something. There's also the chance that JK Dobbins re injures himself. So I know Mike Davis is a guy that everybody can't stand in because they drafted him in around four or five last year when they shouldn't have in the dead zone, but that doesn't mean that he can't have value this year. And he's by far been the leader on the team in these early preseason games. So Mike Davis, a name that I never thought I would say is at the bottom of my lowest tier five for running backs. But there he is. I feel better about him than Hassan Haskins. I feel better about him than Sony Michelle. I feel better about him than Damian Williams, Samaje Ryan. I feel better about him than all of those other guys. I think the biggest argument against him is, like, it might be, like, week eight, and you just got to cut him, right? Because it's like, okay, like, once everybody's healthy, you're probably not getting a lot of, out of Mike Davis. But I think he definitely has outs.
0: Absolutely. And it's not like he's just, like, this terrible player. It's some of these shifty running backs that don't have sort of long speed. Mike Davis is just like a – middle-class bands, Devin Singletary type. I mean, hey, in round 17, we'll take that.
1: Yeah, so we can take that. Or if you want to get one of these defenses we love, because there's only two left. San Francisco just went. I kind of think we grab Indy or Denver. We haven't gotten Indy yet.
0: Who cares? A sick Mike Davis.
1: <laughs> you're like, Dwayne, you just talked me into Mike Davis, and now you're going to well, let it go. I, I think, think Mike Davis will come. Better. Mike Davis is coming back. No oh. one, No one drafts Mike Davis. That's the thing. Like, that's the other beauty of Mike uh. Davis. We could get Indy. Maybe. Did Mike Davis get drafted and we just didn't notice after I just said he
0: doesn't get drafted. After you just went through all that. And we we don't need another wide receiver early at this point. Uh,
1: I think Davis.
0: So Davis, Davis,
1: man. He's still there. No, no. He, dude, he's way down. We can okay. wait all on him. All right. Let's take let's Indy. We don't, we don't Indy? ever get him. That's fine. All right, all right cool. Indy. Uh, I feel you, and plus It
0: kind of keeps Indy the pressure on. It's okay. It's, it's, it's round 17, man. Yeah, I know. It's. If it was around again, it's this. If, if it was an 18th, 18 round draft, like that's kind of what I'm used to yeah. here, so it's all good. It's not so much. It's not so much you can't take them. Obviously, if it was a twenty five round draft, I'm like you don't need to take them around twenty four five. Uh, the kicker, you
1: did the research on it, you know. So I mean, like there there really is like a little group that you want that you just know the first two weeks you don't got to worry about it, and they're in it. So I like it
0: defense as long as it, what's what uh oh yeah Shaquille Leonard hopefully he's uh back in action before Boy, that's throwing me miss, off. I know he's that's gonna so miss a little bit off. of time but man anytime you can get uh Trevor Lawrence and Davis Mills to start the season can't be hating on that too much
1: any any thoughts on this uh lingering issue with Darren Waller now he's changing agents do we think we could get a hold is this a is this really a hold-in situation and we don't know it and maybe we should be thinking about Foster Moreau Oh,
0: Boston would instantly be in that tight end two conversation.
1: <laughs> He'd be in the high end tight end two conversation. You're, if You're that not happened.
0: wrong. You're not wrong. Because um, so, I, I
1: wouldn't mind having one more tight end on this team. We obviously need a kicker. So I've got just a bunch of upside guys sitting in the queue. I've got, you know, Trey McBride. I've got Dulcich. I've got I've got Cameron Bray because we have Brady. But I don't I don't even know that Bray's going to be on the field enough. Like, I don't I don't know what the splits are going to be like between him and Kyle Rudolph.
0: One of them is probably going to work out and we can just cut them if they don't, I, I don't, I don't mind the, uh, call though. I think yeah. that one could be there for us.
1: And again, like I, I know with Dulcich, like we're not trying to predict that he's going to be good, but there really is a chance that Albert o is in, in the doghouse so bad. <laughs> that we could look up week one and just be like, well, oh, crap, Dulcich already had 50% of the snaps. And then all of a sudden by like week five, we're like, oh man, 70%. So- is
0: doghouse the right word? I mean, or is I Alberto just not as, I think he's just not as, I don't know. As I almost thought he was. I,
1: I don't know. I, I have no clue. I, I don't know uh, that it's that. It's I. My guess is his capability as a receiver are fine. And I think there's crap that the coaches don't like that, you know, whether it's the blocking, they're trying to give him more reps. Well, sure. you know, it's man, that's the thing. It's so hard to say with these things we're, we're, we're purely speculating with anything we say here about yeah. alberto that's like the uh
0: um charles barkley i'm not I, uh, yeah i'm positive but also i'm not i don't really know what i'm talking about here so <laughs> I'll, yeah, like, also i'm just guessing but. <laughs>
1: like he just kept hanging on the mavs to still win that series even after they got way down uh you know because you know the mavericks beat phoenix so obviously he was excited against golden state and he just kept he, he like triple down like <laughs> the Mavs were still going to win that series.
0: I uh I watched more basketball before I moved in uh with my lovely fiance when I was still living with dudes and just like whatever game was on that night would always go up and man I, I tell you what Dwayne the one thing I miss the most about being more of a casual NBA fan was just uh listening to Charles and Shaq and those dudes just go back and forth. I know I can just very easily start watching them again and maybe I will if I'm uh, actually missing it here but Ronald Jones off the board, round 18. Where'd Pacheco go? Uh,
1: I think Pacheco went round around 10. 10. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, so 10-11 is basically where Pacheco's settled in now. I thought this draft was pretty reasonable, man. Uh, Damian Pierce went the middle of round seven in yep. this format. I think that's fine to take Damian Pierce there. You know, your your, your hesitation was round six. Um so Abdullah just now goes there goes uh, the Den- the Dallas defense so we could have actually had the defense come back. It doesn't matter. Mike Davis is still there. Do you want to go ahead and take Mike Davis here, then come back with Foster Moreau, then take our kicker? Or do you want to get Yep, let's uh, do that. Who, who's the highest in the queue? Let's go Mike Davis. All right, let's go ahead and grab Mike Davis. Hell yeah. Got him on there. Seriously, folks, Mike Davis is a guy we could look up at week one and you won't know what to do in your waiver wire because you won't know how long it'll last. But we could be like, wow, Mike Davis is the RB one for we don't know how long, but for some period of time on the Ravens, like it could happen.
0: So far through 18 rounds, one quarterback. The GOAT himself, Tom Brady. Running backs, we have Dalvin Cook, Saquon Barkley, Kareem Hunt, Daryl Henderson, and then Zamir White and Mike Davis. In the later rounds, wide receivers, Tyreek Hill, Smith-Schuster, Elijah Moore, DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Olave, Russell Gage, Isaiah McKenzie, KJ Hamler, and Curtis Samuel. Oh, my God, I love it. Tight end, we got Mr. George Kittle back in round four. Even got the Colts DST, Dwayne. I, not a single weakness to be had. How about that?
1: Yeah, the only thing you could argue is, right? We don't, we don't even, we don't, we have no clue who our tight end two is. Um, but or, yeah, the tight end twos over here. I mean, just the way the, the tight end landscape has shaped up this year, I, I really struggle to want to put a chip down on any of these other guys. Um, you know, we, we talked, we talked about Noah Fant and maybe we should have taken Noah Fant, but you
0: know, it would have ruined the vibe. You're right.
1: <laughs> yeah. We do have a brand to uphold. So there's that. <laughs> uh let's see we'll find something on the wire you know um you know Kittle, Kittle is injury prone so I will say that's the one thing with with this roster if I were to pick a weakness it would definitely be you know not having at least something that could fill in for a couple of weeks
0: what about John we needed to. I still think John who is actually, I have John in the queue yeah, okay I have john I think, in
1: the queue
0: I'm not convinced John is bad at football he could very well be in he might be an every down was picked you
1: have to be kidding me are you live streaming this or like are you sure we're not
0: (laughs) i'm pretty sure we're not but you never know well we should be able to know but
1: (laughs) but we don't know so anyway all right well coming back we can take janu we could take Dearness Johnson, a guy that we both oh, love. If somehow man. Kareem Hunt was traded, you get the double whammy with Dearness Johnson. All of a sudden, Dearness Johnson moves up to two on his depth chart, or or Dearness
0: Johnson could be traded, right? dude? These teams are about to have to make huge cuts. Give, give me Dearness Johnson if he's there. If not Dearness, then... Then Johnu, Then Johnu. Those are our two. Okay. I like it. And then we'll get some random-ass kicker around 20. Well, you know who the random-ass kicker
1: is. We have a brand on kicker. What? He's going to be hilarious, dude. If Jason Sanders... <laughs> one kicker and we spent no fucking time studying this the only thing i know about jason sanders is he plays on an offense that's running the shanahan scheme which historically has had a lot of good kickers and that's it
0: that's it that's the only thing i'm going off of i just uh i think they paid him decent money one time and i remember i had a peter overset on the podcast and he said if he could. if you could change lives and like, just, I forget the, it was some weird ass question. I think I came up with when I was stoned, but it was, um, it was like, if you could change, if you could like enter the body of like an NFL player and like, you're like now forced to live his life. Like who would you kind of pick to hopefully not be exposed? And he said, Jason Sanders and, <laughs> I thought that was a decent call because he's also really good answer. Yeah, you're the kicker. He, I think he's got like a four year, twenty million dollar contract. You live in Miami. I think I had like a backup quarterback and just like pray you never get put in the game. But Jason said backup quarterback still gonna have to do a lot of like Chase Daniel
1: has lived a good life or two.
0: Yeah, bro, he's the real life Alex Moran. I'm not (laughs) you probably haven't seen that show, but I know who he is. All right, there we go. Oh kickers yes, going not a golden
1: girls reference but you know <laughs> blanche
0: i got you with that though i my, my uh my, my lovely mother has golden girls on from time to time and sophia does crack me up dwayne i do not have to look her up or anything i am a i'm a sophia lifer so i like seinfeld
1: the old show that my wife will just throw on to kind of fall asleep to she will occasionally throw on golden girls and it was, it's still funny it yeah, is still funny.
0: makes me laugh same, same thing with seinfeld i uh was it Kyle Dvorak? Someone in our in- industry was like saying they'd never seen Seinfeld. I was like, how how is that even possible? Yeah, it, it was him at the at
1: the uh, expo. Um so D'Earnest?
0: Yeah, let's go D Ernest. Like, again, I, I John has a chance sure, but like Johnu's ADP isn't gonna boom between now and week one. Like deernest could feasibly yeah yeah who knows where he goes and what he could actually be what if the chargers call and they're like yo dearness like mm-hmm. you're our rb too like it doesn't even need to be this dream see even in the last scenario.
1: couple rounds like thinking multiple steps ahead like this like like what happens you know i mean obviously the way the, the way john o spikes is if hunter henry gets hurt right the way these yeah. tight ends spike is if the starter on the team you know goes
0: down Dearness right, has that has that special out special out uh, for us there.
1: I'm gonna fill up this queue with some <laughs> kickers because I know I know there's no way Harditz would do it even if I asked.
0: I just love uh, the timeout. <laughs> they would have to pick one for us, but I would not be responsible for having done uh, it. I just you know, but uh yeah, one of my top ten top tips, always consider the players best case scenario. And uh, it was mostly a thing about running backs. There's when you get into like the RB four and five range, you have these types like your JD McKissicks and okay. There is a lineup construction where JD McKissick and you just need that floor. If you have like nothing at the position. Okay. I mean, that's why we were taking Brian Robinson over JD McKissick though, earlier in the summer, like there are, certain running backs that really are going to have a tough time giving you much of an upside out of even in a best case scenario. So in those tiebreakers, take the one that you think actually could be the heavier handcuff and at wide receiver, you know, guys like Tyler Boyd that are going outside the top 50, sometimes even the top 60 where they're in a great offense. They're going to be a reasonable flex even normally. And they have that upside for so much more, just one injury away. Same thing with Isaiah McKenzie. Same thing with KJ Hamler, same thing with Russell Gage, man. Like all guys that we managed to uh, land on this team, even Curtis Samuel, like just one after another, Dwayne knocking them down.
1: Yeah. I, I, I love, I love the squad. I, I have t- had a couple seconds now though, to like kind of reflect on these teams. So like, let's start off uh, like team four like structurally, like the way they built their team, Jamar Chase, Debo Samuel, A.J. Brown, Allen Robinson, Jerry Judy. So they're clearly going to flex two receivers, right? And they played into their strength, getting Judy as their wide receiver five. Then gets Chase Edmonds in round six, which I really like. Um, You know, we love Chase Edmonds in round seven, but I'm willing to take Chase Edmonds in a build like that in round six now. Where I think a little bit cute is coming back and grabbing Brandon Ayuk you know, in round seven, like you've already got five and I get it. We like Ayuk, but it's going to be a run heavy offense. We got questions about the quarterback. Yes. We like Ayuk's talent profile, like him a lot better in round eight. Don't necessarily think it's a, I'm not crazy about making that pick. Honestly, I would have just taken Damian Pierce. I would have had chase Edmonds, Damian Pierce. Now to their credit came back with Devin Singletary, Antonio Gibson. Look, we can grab about Antonio Gibson at the end of the day. You know, and I wrote about this, you know, whenever I updated his rank, you know, we have our strategy blurbs in the in the app, you know, and in the, uh, you know, the PFF plus tool. And I basically wrote, look, he still has the profile, right, of this receiving down back that could be good. He's just in the doghouse right now with his coaching staff. Like a lot could happen that could ultimately mean at some point in the year, Antonio Gibson is going to have value. So I'm, I'm fine with it based on his build. Then he gets Pacheco, got a good quarterback by waiting like we did. With Russell Wilson, same round as us, in round eleven, Tyler Algier. So that, that's that a bad
0: like pick, though. That? The Algier pick, man, you could have had Gerald Everett there as your first tight end, which still would have been a reach. But now it have to go to Evan Ingram, Isaiah Likely, Daniel Bellinger, and that's it. That's the only rough part.
1: Yeah, yeah, he, he definitely had to punt tight end. But overall, I like the way the team was built. Yeah. Not not every pick that we would have made. I also liked uh, team five structure. I don't necessarily like some of the players they took, right? Eckler, Aaron Jones, Connor, we're both good with that, yeah. right? But then Darnell Mooney, <laughs> definitely they're higher on Mooney than us. Well, round sixth Terry, range. <laughs> Terry McLaurin, and then l- round six, Alan Lazard, right? You know, I mean, I'm just not taking Alan Lazard in round six. I, I get a, a value on Mahomes, get a value on Amari Cooper. Then Robinson, Brian Robinson, like that's fine. Like we like Brian Robinson round nine. I like Irv Smith. You you missed out on tight ends. We we both like Irv Smith. Then Devonte K- KJ. So like it's a fine structure. Just didn't like some of the picks they made at the receiver spot. Um, overall, like would be my feedback on that one. Um, I really like Team Six though. Uh, Besides they also had to punt tight end and they, and they just cranked out multiple guys cranking. They cranked purple at the (laughs) end just to try to get something with Higby, Austin Hooper, and Noah Fant. but Christian McCaffrey, DeAndre Swift. Love it. Then you come back with Mike Evans, Amon Ra, Chris Godwin, Adam Thielen. Then you get Damian Pierce as your RB three, Joe Burrow. You're, we wouldn't have done that. Right. And you didn't have a stack to force it, but fine. You got a good quarterback come back with Robert Woods, Kenny Gainwell, Tyler Boyd, like overall, that's pretty good, man. That's I think that's a pretty good build pretty good build. So those would be the ones I would I would call out. Um
0: I think Team is some you- good things as well. Yeah, you've talked about uh, that
1: one. i got to pick our kicker. Really important. Jason Sanders is still available.
0: Team 9 got Najee, got the falling Travis Kelsey in round 2. Uh, wide receivers, DJ Moore, Michael Thomas, Christian Kirk, Rondell Moore, Jahan Dotson, Jalen Tolbert, and Christian Watson. Wouldn't have minded having maybe one or two more, but I still think that there is a scenario where they have some booms with that. Compliment Najee, Travis Etienne. Probably would have gotten wide receiver over David Montgomery. Right there, but there was a lot of falling stuff, and they got Michael Thomas coming back. So it is what it is. Miles Sanders, Kenneth Walker, Khalil Herbert, uh quarterbacks. They got Kirk Cousins in round 14 and Jameis in round 17. I like that duo. And just needed to get uh Taysom in round 16 to complement again Travis Kelsey before. So need basically, I think they have uh the hogs for it to work out, and I think they have a bullet. I will say, Dwayne though, objectively, subjectively, I think we got the number one squad here.
1: I do like it. Um, Start off with Dalvin Cook, pick seven, come back with Saquon Barkley. Um, We've we've been wanting to take Barkley down at the turn. You know, we get him to fall back to us in the middle of the round. Tyreek Hill falling all the way to the middle of the third. George Kittle as the upside tight end and a tight end premium in round four. Then we go Juju, Elijah Moore, DeAndre Hopkins, Kareem Hunt, Chris Olave, Darrell Henderson, Get Tom Brady in round 11, basically playing the board, worked out really well. Come back with Russell Gage. People are just too far down on him to go with Brady, Zamir White, Isaiah McKenzie, KJ Hamler. Curtis Samuel, love it. Get the indie defense based on Ian's research. Then we come back with Mike Davis, just a guy that could give you something in the first maybe five, eight weeks of the season uh, due to the injuries in Baltimore. Dearness Johnson, if for some reason Kareem Hunt or Dearness Johnson get traded, like we get a double whammy. We get like a double upgrade on yeah. that. So it's just a leverage point. You know, who knows if it, it may not happen. That's fine. Dearness Johnson could end up getting cut from this team, but it's worth a chance and we won't name the kicker because Ian won't allow me contractual obligations.
0: (laughs) Great day to be great. That's going to wrap up this edition of the PFF fantasy football podcast. So I think this will be live probably Saturday or something. So if you're listening to this now, I sincerely hope that your fantasy football draft season is going well. I hope that we have helped you and go freaking win some championships. Any final words, Mr. McFarlane?
1: No, man. Just, uh, I know it's a big draft weekend for everybody. So, whenever you guys are listening to this, whether it's uh, Monday after you already kicked ass in your draft or if it's before and you just need a little extra inspiration, you know, getting to listen to some of this, uh, good luck. Good luck to everybody
0: in your drafts. And with that, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you again for tuning in. Until next time, take care, everybody.